Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this. is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> and we will make America great again. <laughs> President Trump, if you're watching this, your values and what you stand for are the complete opposite of London's values and the values in this country. We think diversity is not a weakness, diversity is a strength. We respect women and we think they're equal to men. What we've seen over the last few years in the USA is a rolling back of much of the progress made in previous decades. It's really important we continue to move forwards. Oh, good for you! I don't give a fuck. Great story. Compelling and rich. Every bond you break, every step you take, I'll be watching you. All of us should be feminists, and that means men and boys too. The president said Sadiq Khan, who by all accounts has done a terrible job as mayor of London, has been foolishly nasty. He is a stone-cold loser who should focus on crime in London, not me. That's why it's all our interest to be feminists. You are fake news. Very effective. Sadiq Khan is just a gay muzzy terrorist. I agree with that. Skag free wherever he is. You are a terrific team on all counts. Alright, go, go. Five, four, three. I, I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hello. That intro did not play for me, so let's see how the show goes. Uh Uh-oh. Well, did you remember what we did last time with the security settings on Chrome? Maybe you got to do that again. That was on this computer, so... Okay, well, we'll figure it out anyway. Uh, If you're not prepared for the show, I don't know how you're going to be prepared for the great YouTube war that's upon (laughs) us. We'll go through it all. Carlos Maza of Vox whines and bitches until YouTube punishes Steven Crowder for entirely unclear reasons unrelated to Carlos Maza, I gather. And then YouTube announces even stricter quote-unquote hate speech policies, some of which are impacting us directly. And on top of it, the, the Sunday New York Times has a story of YouTube radicalization on the front page. That yeah. I was uh, notably absent from. It's very Yeah, bummer. Now you know my pain. I know. <laughs> I miss the good old days of simply changing the channel when you didn't like what was on TV. Well, that's, that's, when the, that's when the times were the best. We'll cover all that. Plus, you heard it there in the intro, if you're not blonde. Uh, Trump visits London and Sadiq Khan virtue signals about the threat that Trump represents. Meanwhile, Sadiq can't save two lesbians assaulted in his city by mysterious youth of unknown faith or ethnicity. Damn Chinese. Yeah, I think it was the Asians who got these lesbians in London. (laughs) Sure. It's always the Asians, the Asian grooming gangs. (laughs) Marjorie Stoneman School Resource Officer Scott Peterson, the famous quote-unquote Broward coward, the cop who didn't enter the building during last year's shooting, 
uh, in Parkland. He is charged with negligence. We'll check in on that case. So he's actually, is he out or is he in jail now? I think he's in jail. Okay, he didn't skip out yet. Nope. Uh, the state of New York and other in other notable prosecutions, the state of New York is prosecuting a man for defending his home with a firearm, but not for the reasons you might expect. We'll go through what is a crazy and unfortunate story. Plus, likely likely hoax hate from office star Rain Wilson and Vice continues to promote drag kids. We're at the point where there are Desmond knockoffs now, Desmond imitations. So we'll check in with that. And of course, we will take Super Chats on YouTube or Streamlabs in between topics because they're still allowed on my channel. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe not by the end. <laughs> Ten bucks and up on the Sunday show because we are no good low-down money grabbers. It will be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material. Thanks for liking the show on YouTube. Thank you for reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for supporting the show on mattchristiansonmedia.com. And thanks for emailing us. That's beautyinthebeta at gmail.com. Remember, if you'd like some uh, sweet deals from fellow listeners on ammunition and firearms engravings from Phoenix Ammunition and Sonoran Defense Technologies, check out mattchristensenmedia.com slash deals linked in the description. And I want to give a special shout out to the guys at Sonoran because they sent me, uh, they finished up work on a custom Glock for me, which was very cool. We got to shoot this thing on Saturday. I've not been the biggest Glock guy, but I want to have one for various preparedness purposes. And uh, I got to shoot this one on Saturday. Fantastic job on the grip work. It looks awesome. It feels awesome. They did, you know, whatever I wanted them to do. So, so appreciate those guys. And if you're interested in custom engravings of any sort, whether it's on weapons or something else, they'll do it for you. So check those guys out. Uh, they also did the work on a, a couple mags I have, if you want to see those. They did my YouTube uh, logo engraving. I got the I Doubt It mag. Oh, yeah, that's I check, right. I, I checked in on the I Doubt It guys. They, uh, they have, in fact, been charged with murder. Oh, and okay. they're, out, they're out of jail on bail as of like a month ago. Seriously? Yeah. So we'll huh. see how that case develops. What kind of bail was set for them? Uh, it was a lot. I, I just read the story... Uh, a couple of days ago, they were. Was, it was a literal dumpster fight. Who bailed them out? I don't know, <laughs> but someone did. And uh, coincidentally, I got another email from uh, listener Tyler, who had nice things to say about Sonoran, because he couldn't find anyone to put a custom engraving on a Zippo for him to commem- commemorate his army service. So he emailed the guys at Sonoran and asked them if they would do that for him. They said sure thing. He sent cool. it off, and now he's got a cool. Uh, a cool Zippo, custom Zippo from Sonoran. And thanks to Tyler for reaching out to them and for serving, of course. So again, uh, thanks thanks to the guys at Sonoran. Awesome work. And if you're interested in their stuff, check out mattchristiansonmedia.com slash deals because they give you a special discount code, which is G's, of course. <laughs> Meanwhile, the meetups continue. Lo and behold, I'm depicted in this meetup because there was a meetup in my hometown of Bozeman, Montana. What a handsome and dapper meetup, except for that douche to the left. Who'd have thought I would be almost the only one not wearing plaid? What an odd twist. Oh, I know. Yeah. (laughs) And for reference, since Matt is four foot 11, all of those guys are definitely under five feet. Yeah, they're all infants. (laughs) So, no, it was a pleasure to to meet all these gentlemen at a, uh, a good sushi restaurant in town. We had a great time. And uh, and I look forward to meeting with them again because I need I need cool friends in this town. So that was that was refreshing. Were you about to say male friends? I just need I just need like non insane friends, friends who won't call you a Nazi at a moment's notice. I understand. 
Uh, if you are interested in meeting like-minded listeners in your area, people who listen to the show, find the sign-up form and the spreadsheet of listener contacts in the description. A couple of uh, other pieces, listener contributions I want to know before we move on. Uh, recall about a month ago, I received a threat from something called Comrade Monkey Lungs of the Southern Poverty Law Center. He said I had until June 5th to leave the country, and then he waterboarded a guy with Coors Light to threaten me. Remember when we watched that Oh, I that remember. Day? Well, June 5th has come and gone, and I've been diligent about checking my post office box, as I was instructed to do. Nothing from Comrade Monkey Lungs in the P.O. box. So where are you, Comrade Monkey Lungs? I remain in this country, unharmed, Maybe it was just a date to trip you up, and now he's going to get you. I guess, but here it is, June 9th, and I've heard or seen nothing. So Comrade Monkey Lungs is on notice. Nobody believes you. You're going to have to step up your game. Meanwhile... Everyone else is getting the hit pieces, as you mentioned. Uh, one listener, our friend Russ over in the UK, who, of course, got us that shout out from uh, from Rose McGowan. Yep. That was a that was a legendary move. It just made me feel bad for her, though. <laughs> I don't know. I still have not from. checked. I forgot. I got to try to get that Smegma Bukaki shout out from <laughs> Rose McGowan. <laughs> anyway, uh, Russ decided to put me out of my misery and write a mock hit piece against me you know, stealing the right wing watch format. So it looks very convincing and actually it's pretty well written. It's as though Jared Holt wrote it. You can check it out. I'll link it in the description. It's pretty convincing. Here's an excerpt. Uh, Is it really so difficult to imagine that it is only a matter of time before Christensen accidentally encourages and emboldens the next terrorist atrocity committed by people like Nicholas Cruz, James Holmes, Kevin Flanagan, or Christchurch killer, Brendan (laughs) Tarrant. Christensen clearly revels in his potential status as a lightning rod for crazy gun nuts, even going as far as claiming he rarely records a video without keeping a ceremonial silver bullet within easy reach at all times. Uh, Russ didn't stop there, by the way. He put together another piece uh, by Jared Holt. YouTube launches massive manhunt for internet terrorist Kevin Flanagan. That was a pretty good piece. He went through the trouble of writing these entire these entire pieces. So they're actually pretty funny. I'll, I'll link them so you guys can check them out. And the last one was Jared Holt endorses repealing the 19th amendment because women aren't voting correctly. That's why uh, he writes satirically as Jared Holt quote, women cannot simply cannot be trusted any longer to look after their own political interests or to secure the progressive future America deserves. It was after all, ironically, the crucial votes of countless millions of American women that handled handed donald trump the presidency at the expense of the first credible female candidate in history so men have to take over and tell these women how to be progressive for their own good i agree with half of that well you know sometimes it's just about agreeing on the end rather than the means or the (laughs) reasoning i suppose uh anyway uh speaking of um well i don't have a good transition here let me just put it this way i need to eat a little bit of crow because I was skeptical of Donald Trump's tariff plan on Mexico, and I can't, uh, I have to give credit where due. It appears that he's gotten some positive results out of this, that he's leveraged the Mexican government to, uh, to help him out on the, on the border. What's going on? Yes, Trump has reached a deal with Mexico to help stem the flow of migrants to the U.S. after he threatened to impose trade tariffs under the deal. Uh, Mexico agreed to deploy its National Guard throughout the country from Monday, pledging up to 6,000 additional troops along Mexico's southern border with Guatemala. So that's got to do something, right? Oh, so it's on the Guatemalan border. Are they doing yeah. anything on the U.S. border? Um, I, Presumably, uh, but that's important because so much of the migration is coming from the south. Sure, sure. 
Uh, you remember all the caravans? A lot of them were coming yeah. from Guatemala. And then or, take yet or or coming through from some other country south right. of there. Even. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, take decisive action to tackle human smuggling networks. And the U.S. agreed to expand its program of sending asylum seekers back to Mexico while they await reviews of their claims. In return, the U.S. will work to accelerate the, the adjudication process. Both countries pledged to strengthen bilateral cooperation over border security, including coordinated actions and information sharing. I mean. I guess nothing has really happened. We'll see if this affects migration, but I am optimistic about it. Well, it's it's hard to believe this is anything but a win, though. I mean, what negativity could come of this? We're not going to have any tariffs, and we're going to yeah. have increased efforts to stop illegal migration. Well, if it doesn't if it doesn't materially reduce migration, I'm under the impression that the tariffs will be enacted. Tariffs for the time being, like tariffs that were scheduled to start tomorrow. I guess is what I'm saying. Right. We're, we're not going to experience those. Yes. So, so we better see some results. Mexico. Yeah, and I and you know, and acknowledging that he he got some movement here, he he used the leverage well. It appears. Uh, I have to acknowledge too the difficult spot that he's in. What are you supposed to do to get this Congress to act? We've already talked about the executive action to build the wall. Constitutionally, I'm not a huge fan of that either. But I understand. What are you supposed to do with this Congress? Yeah. What? <laughs> this is a Congress that. It's so weird. It's like the the progressive left is like. No, no border obstruction, no border wall. And then when they cross the border, don't detain them. Uh, don't send them to sanctuary cities. Don't deport them. Right. Don't do anything other than let them do whatever the hell they want with no checks whatsoever. Yeah. What do you I mean, to be fair to the president, what are you supposed to do in this spot when that's the, the unwavering position of the opposition? And I have less of an issue about executive action because it's been so thoroughly abused by basically every former president. So I'm like, whatever, if it's going to be used for any reason, this is a great reason. Don't care. Yeah, uh, well, I think that this is certainly a more constitutionally sound reason, although I would like, as we talk about frequently, I wish Congress would claw back some of its power and we'd return to a constitutional system. But that's, you know, that's probably a problem that maybe is less urgent than... What's going on at the border? We'll see it's how this an plays. inconvenient time to return to fundamental principles. That is this, all about that. this is all developing positively. So even though I've had skepticism about the methods, it appears to be working. And, and, you know, I at the end of the day, like I said last week or whenever we discussed this, I want the results to happen. I'm, I'm happy to see the results. I, I will not complain if he achieves what he appears to be achieving. So good for him and good for the country, more importantly. Well, we'll see uh, if any of his challengers can become president come 2020 next year. Okay. Kirsten Gillibrand. Kirsten Gillibrand, you think she's got a chance? Uh, no, and I really hope that my uh, my video share is not working, so I don't have to cringe my way through this again. <laughs> so you did watch it earlier. Yeah, so- dude. She's just she's just the worst. Like every the pandering, it's like hot sauce yeah. level pandering every time she tries to do this. Well, it is Pride Month, of course, if you somehow have not seen the in-your-face corporate virtue signaling rainbow logo changing at every step. I'm already over that, and we're only a third of the way through the month. But in case you haven't noticed that, uh, we've got some painful politician pandering to remind you. As you mentioned, some of the most painful I've seen in some time. So Kirsten Gillibrand bartended at an Iowa gay bar in Des Moines, I believe. And you can see her picture on screen there. On her Snapchat... She uh, she decided to post this incredibly, totally authentic, believable moment of her celebrating Gay Pride Month. Check this out. Hello, Pride Month. 
gay rights. All right. Uh, did it play for you? Yeah. Oh, okay. So maybe we're working after all. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that's a, that's a totally legitimate, uh, totally authentic <laughs> depiction of how Kirsten Gillibrand actually feels. God, it, it, I don't know. If you're at this Iowa gay bar, do you, is you possibly, I'd feel insulted. Like, come on, this is the least authentic thing I've ever seen in my life. This is just a lady putting on a rainbow shirt. Oh God, and, who and was she pandering to. to last time? I think it was probably worse last time though. It was longer uh, at least. We've had a lot of, she's definitely like the cringiest campaign. Recall we had the ranch girl moment and then she yeah. put on the ranch girl t-shirt and did the weightlifting thing. That was bad. No, it was like, and um, then she did the speaking on Martin Luther King day. That's what it was. Yeah. Martin yeah, Luther yeah. King day speech with Al Sharpton. And she was all like, hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it was like a junior high speech and debate meet. That was a little too enthusiastic and, you know, the, the, the judge at the, at the meet would be like, good effort, but work on your cadence and work on your tone and all that, whatever. I don't um, think she has a chance in hell. Yeah. The polls are not looking good for her, but I enjoy following the, uh, the campaign. It's one of my favorite campaigns to follow is hers. Meanwhile, AOC is, uh, she had a town hall in the Bronx and AOC is just doing AOC things, describing why we need to establish a legislatively establish housing as a human right. Listen to what she says to describe why we need to write a law that says housing is a human right. So when we talk about what, what are we doing to make sure that housing is, is, is being legislated as a human right? What does that mean? What it means is that our access and our ability and our guarantee to having a home comes before someone else's privilege to earn a profit. Okay. Uh, do you want no housing and no profit? Because that's how you'll get it. Yeah. If you want neither. Uh, if you remove the profit motive, why would developers build housing? Left out of on- altruism? Is that what she, is that what she thinks? Or... Uh, out of fear of the gun that's pointed at their head that says they will build housing. <laughs> oh my God, that's I mean, so stupid. <laughs> it's so it's okay. Left unobstructed, the profit motive will produce more housing, not less. Right. More housing means more competition, more supply available. It means reduced housing prices, probably at a greater quality of housing. Now, if you want inadequate, expensive housing, compel it at gunpoint. Like I was mentioning, you'll get horrendously inefficient garbage for everyone, which sounds like fantastic equality for me. This would just end in Section 8 housing, like, for all. Yes. Yeah, Medicare for all, Section 8 for all. When she says privilege to earn a profit, too, that was was pretty striking to me. Like, whose property is this? Whether we're talking about the physical uh, housing or we're talking about the the funds to do the building, whose property is it? Is it the government's and you get some of it if you're a good boy? Or is it the developers, the homeowners? Mm -hmm. Whose property is it? Always think of that when AOC is describing these things, because fundamentally she believes the property belongs to the state or the people, if you want to put it that way. And it is to be allocated to the individual accordingly. Well, she can't possibly believe that the property belongs to the people. I mean, she must believe, based on what she says, that it's owned by the government and then divvy out to the people based on necessity, right? Well, that's the weird distinction that a lot of these so-called democratic socialists make. They say, I don't believe in state ownership of the means of production or state control of it i believe in the people controlling it yes but how how what's yeah. the mechanism by which and they who exert orchestrates the control? that who mandates it yeah who delineates it there's uh, there's just no way that that doesn't end in government control of all pro- like she, what she's describing is individual yeah. property rights no 
Yeah. How do we all collectively decide who gets what? Also, I should take this this moment to point out that she lives in a luxury apartment in Washington, yeah. D.C. I had a, a funny moment watching Chernobyl last night, which is really great. I can't wait to finish it. A funny me. moment watching Chernobyl. Yeah, oddly enough, because there, this, there's a scene. I'm not spoiling anything, so don't worry. But these people are being treated for radiation in a hospital in a, a former Soviet Republic. Spoiler. And they're scrambling around and saying, we need these supplies to treat these people. They say, we're out, we're out. And I'm thinking, well, what do you mean? Healthcare's a right. <laughs> Healthcare's a right there. It's the same thing happens with this housing. Well, we don't we don't have any quality housing for this. Well, what do you mean? Yeah. It's a right. That didn't where's the magic wand to make it appear? I can't believe that that they didn't have the supplies adequate to treat all those people where it was a human right. Anyway. Uh last thing before we move into the big stories. Um I don't have much to say. I was I was scrolling through some Huffington Post garbage uh later uh, last week just to see what i could see you know just wasting time scrolling across the internet and i came across this article women aren't the only people who get abortions and it's some huffington post trash about how men get abortions do you too. have the article up yeah with this picture of rosie perez light uh is that the first picture yeah yeah it's like big lip chick with yeah. fake freckles on this is such hipster nonsense wait uh, that's a chick right it's a biological female can a transgender man i guess that's what? Jack Gutierrez. How? It just looks like a chick with a pixie cut. Yeah. You can't cut your hair and be like, I'm a dude now. But you can. That's how that's how dudes get opinions on abortion. You just say you're a dude, even though you're a biological woman. Then you can have an opinion. Uh, these men can have opinions on abortion because of their uteri. That's the stage of progressivism that we're at. Is but, that really the plural of uterus? Yeah, I had to look it up. Uteri. It's not uteruses. Uteri is what I saw on, on huh. Google. Interesting. Uh, the reason I don't want to get into this because, you know, it's just silliness about how men and women are the same, but they're also different and only women can have abortion opinions, even though women can be men and men can be whatever. Reason I wanted to highlight this is because it has the most horrendous tattoo I've ever seen. Worse than that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez tattoo that we saw. Worse than that famous mean <gasps> lion tattoo. You scroll down God. and this Daryl Lamont, Daryl Lamont Jenkins say, sister Lamont over Jenkins. here. Yeah. I had to look at this closely. You'll notice on the left forearm, her left forearm. It says queer, but the Q is a hammer and a sickle. All right. And then you scroll down and the caption is Kazembe Murphy Jackson, a transgender man, had an abortion in his junior year in college. Where was the baby? In his nutsack? Oh, no. Where did he store the baby? Uh-oh. Oh, we're good. Sorry. I don't oh, know what happened. You came back. Well, I was asking you, where did this, where did this guy, where did this man store the baby when he had the baby <laughs> aborted from him? Yeah, really. Was it in his pee hole? <laughs> was it in his nutsack? Ew. Was it in his prostate? Oh, God. Where, was it in his ass? Where, where the hell? <laughs> anyway, okay. We'll, we'll move on to, uh, to the YouTube wars because I didn't want to get lost in this silly article. But yes, uh, I guess it, it's, hard to, it's hard to tell what started what because we had this whole war with Vox and Carlos Maza and Stephen How long Crowder. has that been going on? For well, as far as Crowder de de debunking him and challenging him, years. No, but like, when did he start being like, "My feelings are hurt about this"? So May thirtieth is when he actually made this first tweet, and okay. I'll, I'll go through the timeline here. But it's odd that Carlos Maza starts bitching. YouTube capitulates, kind of like they originally rule no harm, no foul. Then they go back and say, actually, yes, harm and foul, broader harm to the community. Then they have a whole bunch of sweeping changes that have affected both of us and a lot of people on oh, YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then New York Times comes out with this hit piece as well. And it's hard. I can't. There's no direct connection of the dots, but it would seem circumstantially that literally Carlos Maza, the guy from Vox's YouTube channel, precipitated a whole domino effect of YouTube censorship and crackdown because he bitched on Twitter that his feelings were hurt because he was called a lispy queer, even though <laughs> even though he markets himself as gay. gay and wonk. he is, in fact, a lispy queer. And I think he markets himself as queer, if I'm not mistaken. But if you're unfamiliar with who Carlos Maza is, he is the so-called Vox journalist. Uh, and, and he's uh, fr- frequently been debunked by Steven Crowder on Steven Crowder's show. But this is an example of the type of video that Carlos Maza makes for Vox on YouTube. In this case, he's minimizing Antifa. Antifa and their violence is just kind of overblown a media narrative that's, that's really minimal in actuality. Here's Carlos Maza. Antifa, short for anti-fascist. They dress in all black, they wear masks, and they occasionally engage in violence. These cameras are always looking for the worst, most radical people who decide to show up to a protest. But those outliers don't offer you meaningful information about who most protesters are, what they're protesting about, or whether they're right. The most frustrating thing about this kind of coverage is that it shifts focus away from what protesters are actually organizing about. It forces us into an endless debate about tactics over substance. So instead of confronting big issues like globalization or police brutality or white supremacy, we get think piece after think piece about whether protesters are going too far. Okay, then if your bullshit detector is going off, yeah, it's because it's a lot of bullshit. And that's what prompts Steven Crowder to respond to this, to largely take on these videos on the issues of fact, the issues of reasoning. Does he mix in some humor because that's Steven Crowder's brand? Yeah. And how can you not make fun of this guy? Come on. How can you not make fun of anyone? I mean, people make fun of us. People. That's my thing with Carlos Maza. Dude, you entered the public arena. Okay. If you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. Yeah. People make fun of me. People have made videos about me that I think are 100 percent bullshit. Oh, yeah. And I'll, I'll ask them to discuss. I'll ask them to stream. I've never once thought of trying to censor them off of YouTube. Right. Or like That's, reported their videos. Or tried or... to get them punished. It's like, yeah. I want to talk to you. I think you're wrong. And since you accuse me of being wrong or you're making fun of me, all right, let's chat it out. Anyway, Carlos Maza on May 30th decides he's going to put together a montage of all the times Steven Crowder has said mean words about him and bitch on Twitter about this and bitch to YouTube. And, and Carlos Maza says, I usually have a thick skin, but something really bothers me. Steven Crowder's been harassing me. And here's the video that he posted to Twitter. Before we get to the video uh, with our favorite, favorite lispy sprite <laughs> from Vox. It's ridiculous. It's bonkers. You're being given a free pass as a crappy writer because you're gay. That's- By the way, 100% true. Yeah. Can we just say 100%? Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Set her line on his little queer graph there. <laughs> what is, what is well, that now line? the graph is queer? It's violence, filth. Okay, so the little queer could eat his chips all nonchalantly. It's code for rape, Mr. <laughs> queer eating chips on the Vox channel. <laughs> chip, 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 that you can eat just one. Like dicks. This is what Mr. Gay Vox wants to do. Mr. Lispy Queer from Vox. What, was, what were you holding, Gay Latino from Vox? <laughs> Even his hand movement and fast motion is gay. Now we're here with a short-haired angry lesbian. I'm Scott. On cable news, cable news bitching, two gay guys sitting there eating a banana. We get the symbolism there. Oh, the truth is hiding in a closet two weeks later, probably along to his next Pride Parade outfit. This guy, 
on the gay semi-Latino Vox. <laughs> Oh, okay, so you really are just an angry little queer. All right, I can't deal with this sprite anymore. Okay, he just sashays across without it, like just, oh, the gay Vox sprite is wrong. <laughs> now he could be a tranny, your honor. But how many lispy, angry sprites and Vox sashay across your screen and try and tell you otherwise? Or you, by the way, the gay Mexican guy. The gay Latino V-neck. Gay Mexican. Or Mexican gay guy used to work. Mexican oh, gay oh, Latino oh, there oh, at oh, uh, oh. at Vox. Oh, uh, gay Latino from Vox. The token Vox gay atheist sprite with surprisingly, surprisingly flaccid chest considering how thin he is, it is it's very bizarre to me. Uh, oh. Ad hominem, yes, but it was an addendum to fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, so if you notice that Steven Crowder is wearing a lot of different shirts and clothes in that, that's because, like you mentioned, this is taken over the course of years. Yeah. Like, are these insults? Yeah. Uh, they are taken out of, I, I think there's something like nine total debunk videos from Steven Crowder over the course of a couple years. You go through nine videos over two years. You can piece. You could do that same thing with this show. Yeah, you could do plus that with he puts any out show. tons of content, so it's yeah. really not. It's not like he was talking about him all the time or anything. Uh, and if he doesn't want people to make fun of him for being gay, you shouldn't make it so central to his persona or exactly. be so hilariously gay. Yeah, I wouldn't have a problem if Steven Crowder just wanted to put out videos that say Carlos Maza is gay and it is funny that he's gay and talk about that for nine minutes if he wants. I don't care. But that's the point is, that's not what Steven Crowder is doing in this case either. He's making reasoned arguments against uh, Carlos Maza's reasoning and evidence. And then he throws in a joke. And then we're supposed to act like this montage of I jokes. don't even know if that's relevant. I, I don't care if somebody's just making fun of him, not using reason and evidence and is just basically, you know, well, just I, baseless think, I, I, don't, I don't care that you're the only, the only reason I say it's relevant is because I really think it undermines the quote unquote harassment narrative that Carlos Maza is trying to spin. Now, I, again, yeah, but it's dangerous he's a public for people figure. on the right to even even try to support that this is harassment, like calling somebody no, a stupid no. fag faggot is not harassment especially for a public anybody. figure like carlos maza i agree yeah i'm just I'm, I'm saying i don't even necessarily grant his premise that this is a fair representation of stephen crowder because it's not that's all i'm trying to and say. then the racial thing i mean all he did was say he was mexican i mean i think he's cuban actually yeah but but uh, uh carlos what's his face maza he he promotes himself on that basis too well he didn't call him like a beaner he no, just no, no. correctly identified or maybe incorrectly identified a place of origin like, yeah he calls him this, latino how is that racist? I, I don't know. He, he didn't even make any jokes about being Latino. The jokes were all about being gay, eating bananas and eating chips and stuff like that. Whatever. Okay. Um, anyway. Uh, oh, where's my spot here? So, okay. So you, so Carlos Maza goes to Twitter and he complains about this. As we noted that that was all posted to Twitter. YouTube actually responds uh, team YouTube responds on Twitter and says, hey, gay wonk. Remember, it's at gay wonk, but don't call him gay because that's harassment. Thanks again for taking the time to share all this information with us. We take these allegations of harassment very seriously. We know this is important. It impacts a lot of people. Then they, OK, so they come back. This is five days after Carlos Maza originally complained. And they said, hey, we looked over all these videos for the last few days and conducted an in-depth review. And while we found language that was clearly hurtful. The videos as posted don't violate our policies. We included more information below to explain the decision. And people like me were going, thank God. Hey. You, I, I don't, I mean, whatever you, you could have took a stronger stance, but you at least reached the correct conclusion. And we don't have to worry about more bullshit censorship. 
Well, Carlos wasn't very happy about that among a whole bunch in the middle of a wild tweet storm. You can read for yourself. This one says to be crystal clear, YouTube has decided that targeted racist and homophobic harassment does not violate its policies against hate speech or harassment. That's an absolutely batshit policy that gives bigots free license. So free speech is an absolute batshit policy, says Carlos Mazza. And this is where it gets worse because YouTube sees this mob spun up by Carlos Maza and decides to come back literally the next day. So Carlos starts Just tweeting kidding. that stuff. June 5th, YouTube comes back and says, hey, by the way, update to our continued review. We have suspended all of Steven Crowder's monetization. So ads on his channel. If he were to take Super Chat like we do on this show, he can't anymore. Any sort of revenue stream through YouTube to him axed. We came to this decision because of a pattern of egregious actions that have harmed the broader community and is against our YouTube partner program policy. So they go from, he didn't do anything wrong to, yes, he did do something that was wrong, but we can't really explain it. Steven Crowder himself uh, spoke with representatives of YouTube, or at least his legal representation did, half Asian lawyer guy, whatever his name is. And according to YouTube, communicating through Crowder, they actually said that his demonetization was related to a few things totally unrelated to Carlos Maza. They yeah. they they told him it was about a, a video about Muslim rape gangs, I believe, from like 2015 and transgenderism, which had Blair White in it. I think it was him and Blair White discussing transgenderism. Plus, then they come back on Twitter and say, because, because Carlos is bitching, Carlos is not happy with just the demonetization. He says, well... That's not good enough. He makes money selling socialism is for fag shirts, which, by the way, it's censored, and the gag is socialism is for fags. Anyway, YouTube comes back and says, oh, to clarify, to reinstate monetization, he'll also have to remove the link to his T-shirts? Uh, so what? He probably makes way more money. <laughs> like, to be clear about this demonetization thing, most of us had the majority of our videos demonetized anyway. And I'm sure Steven Crowder did as well, but it's yeah. the principle of the matter. It's like... There's no reasonable basis, no articulated basis on which YouTube is doing this. They're just bending the knee to the mob, and they know that if they ban Crowder outright, they're going to have an even bigger mob coming after them. So they tried to appease this stupid Carlos Maza mob by doing the lightest form of punishment that they could on grounds they, they themselves are scrambling to explain. Uh, and and they somehow found a, a a solution that pisses literally everybody off. Like everybody's mad about this. Nobody thinks this is a, a fair uh, or or good solution in any way. Um. So that sort of that ends this part of the tale, at least. So as far as I understand, there's been no resolution for Steven Crowder. He's still in the demonetization doghouse, and Carlos Maza continues virtue signaling uh, about uh, about all of this on Twitter now. I just want to pause and think about the precedents that have been created by YouTube in this scenario. So first of all, whine enough as a so-called victim class and YouTube will change the rules on the fly to suit you. Yeah. We just saw them invent shit on the fly. If it's part of a broader harm, what the hell does that mean? Later on in the policy change, we'll discuss momentarily. They talk about what is it? Uh, like uh, content that brushes up against the broader harm or borderline. borderline. Yeah. It's as ambiguous as, po as, as possible. It, it means nothing. What they're saying means literally nothing. So if you're, if you're part of a so-called victim class and you bitch enough, YouTube will just invent whatever shit they need to, to help you out. Um, 
And of course, they'll 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 do it if the mob outrage is sufficient enough as well. But the other thing that's notable about this is YouTube. If you need more evidence that all they care about is quelling the mob outrage, they actually went to Twitter and posted this bullshit before they told Crowder himself, before they informed him personally. They're going to Twitter to say, hey, mob, please calm down. Put your pitchforks down. Yeah. Put down those tiki torches. Please, we're we're trying to give you the... the I don't know. They, Has no one learned anything the last few years? You cannot appease mob rule. They're never yeah. satisfied, which, you know... Uh, Twinkie McGee, whatever the fuck his name is, comes out and he's like, this is not this is not a solution. You know, like we actually have to take away his channel like it, it doesn't yeah. this, this isn't enough. It's not like you're going to do one thing and everybody's going to be immediately satisfied. It never works. Yeah. Ugh. Some other angles I wanted to talk about th- this obvious double standard of stupid broader harm again for Steven Crowder. That includes off platform issues like your T-shirts are hateful. OK, well. Again, what is broader harm to the community? Because Maza, as we've seen a lot of people circulating, he recently endorsed the milkshaking of conservatives and humiliating them in public so they don't uh, want to organize. You'll notice um, behind his tweet here, you can't read it, it's partially uh, blocked. But in his Twitter, I could probably pull it up just here. Yeah, here we go. Um, in his Twitter bio, he still defames Tucker Carlson. He says, Tucker Carlson is a white supremacist. Up front in his Twitter bio. Why is that not targeted harassment? Why is that not broader harm? I put it in my video on uh, that I posted yesterday. He's he's tweeted about Jew face in the past <laughs> and his hatred for straight people. He's endorsed deplatforming. Oh man! In this in this case of the milkshake thing, he's he's actively endorsing assault or battery. Yes, it's a low this is form. So crazy. Um, if you were like a Cuban American and you were gay, wouldn't you want to be a good ambassador for your people? I mean, now with this demographic, like an increasing number of people are going to look at them and be like, no more gay Cubans. In this country. <laughs> just no more. Well, I had a, I had a one. high opinion of gay Cubans, but this is really just plummeted. I know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, like, you really care about how your demographic is viewed by the general public. Stop being such a douche. Yeah. Stop showing that you require special treatment. If yeah. you don't believe that you're a victim because you're gay, if you don't believe that you're a victim because you're a racial minority or an ethnic minority, right. Stop being one. Right. We all get this treatment, Carlos. We don't bitch out. Yeah, um, I know. And, and I want to get to the hero of this moment was Ricky Berwick. I'll get to in a moment. That guy deserves an award. I'm, I've been a big fan for a long time, but his response to this was perfect. Anyway, before that, also no. The weaponization of Pride Month. Do you think that since this dispute has been ongoing for years, or at least Crowder debunking him has been going on for years, do you think... It was an accident that Carlos Maza specifically decided to unveil this montage that assuredly took watching a lot of Crowder videos to put together. You think that was an accident that it just comes out right in time for Pride Month so no, he I can know. maximize his no, leverage? It's because he has the impervious cloak of sodomite month to like to protect him <laughs> from the general public and the media. Not yeah, the media, and, it's not and that's become a huge angle in this is, well, YouTube made their logo rainbow and they won't even give us protection. Well, yeah, I agree that if they're going to put up a rainbow logo that implies you're special, maybe they should give you special protection. My solution would be don't put up a stupid rainbow logo because YouTube's for everybody. In the same way, like I saw Montana Governor Steve Bullock 
running for president. You already forgot who he is. But he was ripping Trump on social media because Trump doesn't want to put rainbow flags up at U.S. embassy offices during Pride Month. And it's like, that's an official U.S. government office. Put up the official U.S. government flag and that's it. No special interest flags. Why? Because the flag represents everybody. The YouTube play button should represent everybody, not special interest groups. Man, this should have stopped a long time ago. <sighs> Remember the good old days when people were gay and nobody cared and they didn't talk about it all the goddamn yes. time? Yes. I, I literally do not care who sleeps with whom, who's gay. No. Do I don't care at all. Stop throwing it in my face. Yeah, that, that's okay. all I care about. Like, I just want to go to REI and buy some hiking boots. I just want to play Xbox. I just want to watch YouTube. Every one of these companies has thrown up a stupid rainbow logo in my face. I don't have hate for these people. Do whatever you want. Stop throwing it in my face. Ugh, it's obnoxious. Um, on the last angle here, too, it's... People speculate this might be related to the Vox labor dispute. Simultaneously, really? and ironically, Vox employees, including Maza, are walking out of work at Vox amid a labor dispute. They're on strike. At bare minimum, this seems wildly hypocritical to try to ruin other people's media work while demanding more money and better benefits for yours. But people speculate that perhaps there's a financial angle whereby damaging YouTube damages Vox's ad revenue, thereby giving the employees leverage. If I follow correctly, this seems a little too complex. That's deep for me to believe, yeah. but maybe worthy of a mention. I mentioned uh, Ricky Berwick because as I said, he was the hero of the moment to me. If you're not familiar, he's a hilarious disabled man on uh, Twitter. Just posts really but short that reaction. That does not define him. He just posts really short reaction videos to everybody, and he's hilarious. So check out Rick, Ricky Berwick responding directly to Carlos Maza, a.k.a. Gay Wonk. Excuse me. Excuse me, Gay Wonk. Have you ever heard the old saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words may never hurt me? I'm not gonna fucking contact YouTube when someone is making a joke about me on the internet. Cause it's just <laughs> words and it's just a fucking joke. And honestly, I've been called every name in the book. I've been called cripple. I've been called spaghetti arms. And you know what? <laughs> if it bothers me one day, I just log off the internet and play a video game. Or in your case, you should log out of the internet and read a fucking book about jokes and free speech. Because you, my friend, are overreacting. You, my friend, are not being thick-skinned. You need more skin on you, bro. You need more goddamn skin. We don't need to be censored. <laughs> it's just jokes, no matter what. Unless someone is threatening physical harm to me in real life, punching me, punching me, then I crawl away and ask for help. I call the police and ask for help. I don't go to fucking YouTube or the fucking police and say, no, that's not what we do here. So good for Ricky. Man. Yeah, dude. Can you imagine? He probably has like a, a really difficult life. But I'm sure. and I'm sure people have said all sorts of stuff to him on the Internet. But he's just like, whatever. You just have to let it roll off your back, especially in this job. We all yeah. chose these jobs. People and he's say exact... unimaginable things to me all the time. And yeah. that's how it is for everybody. And it, and it gets to me at times when you and I confide in each other when there's some bullshit on the internet that I'm gets like, to look us. at this comment, but I never like report it. Or... I've never tried to go after anyone. I do exactly what Ricky's talking about. It's like, I'll play a video game. Yeah. I'll go for a walk. Yeah. And, and then the eventually really when it happens off, enough. Yeah, exactly. When, when it happens enough, it stops bothering you. 
which yeah. is a prerequisite for doing this job in in the long term. You have. I to can't be imagine like, signing up. Yeah, I want to be the YouTube face of a multi million dollar media conglomerate. But you can't but, talk but about also, how gay I am. No criticism. Yeah. Don't even think of, like what the hell, dude? No. Don't sign up for this job if you can't take the fire. Uh, yeah, it's it's totally absurd and unrealistic. Uh, they're never going to change the internet. Like, what are these people? Did they don't understand the nature of the internet? Is that it, or they just they have such fragile egos that they can't tolerate being criticized? Not going to change the internet, you say? Yeah. Well. It seems YouTube has a different view. It seems that they think they can, according to this description from the New York Times. Uh, odd how the New York Times has an immediate publication in full detail about the YouTube policy change, released basically simultaneously with YouTube's announcement itself. Imagine odd that. how the really skilled journalists over at the New York Times to assemble these complex facts in mm-hmm. such quick order. Uh, so you uh, went through this article and, oh yeah, I forgot, I can't look at this because it's stupid private mode. All right. Well, walk me through this um, this article about the YouTube policy changes that are that are not just coming, but actively being enforced, and again, inf- uh, affecting our channels personally. This was the first of the U- of the uh, New York Times articles, right? Yeah. So when was this? This was like I don't know Wednesday. This was or published. Yeah, this was published Wednesday. Uh, YouTube announced plans on Wednesday from the New York Times to remove thousands of videos and channels that advocate neo Nazism. It's a Nazism, Nazism. I say Nazism, but Not, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I'm a terrible Nazi. Uh, white supremacy and other bigoted <laughs> ideologies in an attempt to clean up extremism and hate speech on its popular service. It's just filled with editorializing like this. Um, the new policy will ban quote videos alleging that a group is superior in order to justify discrimination, segregation, or exclusion. This kind of content that will be prohibited under YouTube's. New hate speech policies include videos that claim that Jews secretly control the world, that say that women are intellectually inferior to men, that one's for you, Blonde, and yeah. therefore should be denied certain rights, like voting, which they clearly do, or that the white race is superior to another race, a YouTube spokesman said. It's like they wrote this like for me. They're I like, just want to reiterate that the moon landing was a hoax <laughs> perpetrated by the Jews. <laughs> But only Jewish men because the women weren't smart enough to pull it off. I want that clear. <laughs> Very good. By the way, no Jew hating and no women hating on YouTube. Meanwhile, you can hate men and white people all you want. That's Open fine. season, that's yeah. progressive. Yes, exactly. Which it's is seriously like baked not, into this cake. They didn't say no gender-based hatred, no right, race-based right. hatred. They specifically so singled out protected women groups. And not voting. Women in the 19th. I mean, that's that's literally what they were talking about. Yeah. And I thought that it was so funny that you cannot say specifically that Jews secretly control the world. It's like, damn, yeah, it's not, specific. it's not just a, pr- yeah, not just a protected class, but a specific claim about a protected class. Yeah. Okay. Some, some people are worried. Uh, channels. Paging the- Kevin Flanagan. I'm, just, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure we'll get a note about it. Oh, channels that post some hateful content, but that do not violate, but that do not violate YouTube's rules with the majority of their videos may receive strikes under YouTube's three-strike enforcement plan, but will not immediately ban- be banned. Thank you. Thank you. We really appreciate it, YouTube. Um, and then this is where it gets uh, really dicey. And they're talking to me again. The company also said that channels that, quote, repeatedly brush up against our hate speech policies, brush up against yeah. them, but don't violate them outright, would be removed from YouTube's advertising program, which is what happened to me. In addition to tightening its hate speech rules hate speech rules, YouTube announced that it would tweak its recommendation algorithm, the automated software that shows user videos based on their interests, 
and past viewing habits, which I don't know if you want to talk about that now, but that's been affecting about 15 content creators that I know it's, of. It's, it's punished my channel. Let's um, right. let's hold off on a minute, though, because uh, I want to. I want to talk about a few pieces related to this before we get into that. And I also okay. want to note, I can't put it on screen, but Becca Lewis is quoted in this piece. Becca Lewis, who wrote the Data and Society Nazi spider web piece that yeah. inexplicably gets quoted by all these media hit pieces. Which is echoed. why she's out, she's got it out for me specifically. And I really don't think that this is an unimportant point. I think it's because she's an unattractive woman. I really do. I mean, if you were a hot chick, would you be like, I'm going to shut down all of these channels? You would just like be enjoying all the attention you were getting. I'm going to make like, pancakes for my husband I know, and my kids. But she's like, no one wants to fuck me, so I'm going to stop the internet. Like, I really think that that's what's happening here. Um, but she like really has it out for me specifically. In that a Data Society piece, there was an entire bio about me. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. The original crazy. the original piece, yeah. Yeah, and then I made a video where I just totally ripped her apart. And so I think she's been like biding her time, like talking to YouTube mm. behind the scenes. And so, you know, my channel has just been bleeding out for like a month now. Same. Yeah. I'll get to that. I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, Becca Lewis is quoted in this piece and she says, This is an important and long overdue change. However, YouTube is often executed its community guidelines unevenly. So it remains to be seen how effective these updates will be. Well, I'm glad Becca Lewis thinks it's an important change. We need to make sure that Becca Lewis is yeah. satisfied. Here's a tip. Make your own fucking channel and then make the content you want to watch. And if you don't want to watch mine, close the window. Yeah, but she could not take the heat. Can you imagine if she tried to make a YouTube channel? People would just be eviscerating her constantly. She'd just cry Go herself home, to sleep bitch. every night. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm tired of this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, real quick discussion points about this this policy change. Unclear. Is this all because of Maza? Like, were these changes directly prompted by Maza? That's pretty tight timing, if so. I don't think so. But it's also hard to deny the total cap capitulation by YouTube and the coincid coincidental timing of the demonetization announcement against Crowder. Also, per Crowder, YouTube mentioned they were rolling out. So he was on the phone with them, as I mentioned, him and his legal representation. They were And YouTube mentioned to them that YouTube is rolling out this same thing to many more chan channels after his, which turned out to be true. We've observed it happen, and it indeed happened to you. So if so, that, that means that this, um, this very respectable uh, homosexual Latino, and I say that as, as descriptors... <laughs> He that's just changed bit. his Twitter handle to that very that, respectable that's the bit that, homosexual. That's the bit Crowder's going with. It's beautiful and brave and yeah, exactly. This this beautiful and brave homosexual man of Latino origin mm, yeah. controls a huge amount of YouTube content. He just had to do it with a swift flip of his weak iron wrist. We'll go with, we'll go with that. Be done. Uh, and I mentioned earlier as well, I can't understate the timing. YouTube rolls out these changes and the New York Times is like, lo and behold, we have a full article with all the details and quotes from Becca Lewis, but none of this is coordinated in any way. Okay. You mentioned that you've been directly affected. You have actually Not got the same, really, though. well, you've got the same demonetization acts that Steven Crowder did. Yes. But I mean, I knew this was going to happen. I didn't have any videos removed and I'm just going to go out right now and tell everybody that I was making 100 to 200 dollars a month through monetization so like this isn't really affecting i remember me very much. when i would see an ad on your video periodically yeah 
because you, you post once in a blue moon and then an ad. I post once two a, videos a month, okay? <laughs> once in a blue moon ad on a once in a blue moon video, I'd yeah. send you a screenshot and I'd say, look at that. There's an ad playing an ad on, on this. There. So yeah. Yeah, so like there are all these people online that are like, ha ha, blind at the belly of the beast, demonetized. It's like that literally doesn't affect me at all. And even if YouTube deletes my channel, I'm kind of like, eh. We'll figure eh. it out. I mean, yeah. obviously, I and I'll say that uh, I want to have people understand this too as we go through this. We've foreseen such developments. We're not so foolish as to be taken out by this sort of thing. Yeah. So worry not. Um, no, but- it'll just make a martyr of me and I won't have to work anymore. So, okay, <laughs> YouTube, your move. Uh, you'll notice in this email sent to Blonde, totally vague, doesn't uh, point to any specific video that you made. It doesn't yeah. say like, mm-hmm. uh, you did. you said this thing in this video and so you're being punished. And then they say, go check your, your monetization thing in your channel, in your dashboard. And you go there and it's like, here's why you don't have monetization. Harmful or hateful content. So it was content that is incendiary, demeaning, or promoting violence or hatred, especially on the basis of protected characteristics. What does that Again, mean? Again, they, they don't show you what you said. And, it's, and the email is just like, hey, you need to fix it. And it's like, well, okay, that's what? stupid. I, I've never talked about the Jews on my channel. I rarely talk about minorities. It's mostly talking about women. Like half of my videos are about gender relations. And what about my personal experience, my lived reality as a yeah. woman with a what uterus? What about your truth? Yeah, what about my truth? What about that? Yeah. I don't care about that. I mean, it, it, your truth, your lived experience, it only matters to the left. If you're a leftist, they're never going to give me an out on this one. Um, yeah. So what they're really talking about here is women as a protected group. As a protected, are women a protect, are, seriously? No, progressives. Yeah. yeah, They're yeah. talking about progressives. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, no. that's insane. Um, I also reject that women should be a protected class if we actually have the autonomy of men and the agency of men. Well, that's Why? the thing. Equality means no protected classes. Yeah, protected class is not a thing. Yeah. Only the weak need to be in a protected class. Yes. So go ahead and do with that what you will. YouTube. Yeah, that's the great that irony Lewis. is if you think these people need to be helped with special protection, you view them as unequal, Yeah. as inferior, yeah. as incapable yeah. of playing by the rules. They treat them as pets. It's it's gross. But uh, but yeah, and then speaking of the referrals, here's a graph of my channel stats, okay? And I, I don't put this up to bitch. Like, I'm very thankful for the audience that I have. You'll yeah. notice in April of this year, I had my most viewed month ever. I got 1.9 million video views yeah. in April, and that's uh, about 25% more than I've ever had. Like, I'm and on a roll. And coincidentally, in a- I think April was my biggest viewed month, and yeah. I, I think I got 10,000 new subscribers I had probably, I don't know, 800,000 views, something like that. Yeah. And then the podcast has been doing uh, exceptionally well. But this month, despite my normal absence of content creation, um, I'm bleeding out subs. And like it's in an inorganic pattern. I know it's not just a random loss. Like right when we started the show at the moment, I lost 150 subs at that moment, yes. in one moment. Yeah. That's Every time I upload, it channel. bleeds out, which yeah. is very, yeah. and you might say, oh, Matt, you know, you're just getting boring. Like people are sick of your bit. They're no, not but it's happening to about 15 content creators. It's happening yeah. to Black Pigeon Speaks. It's happening to Stefan Molyneux. It's happening to Computing Forever. It's happening to you, me, Brittany Pettibone's having bearing? a similar thing. I, I was looking at bearing. Bearing's channel as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's clearly not organic. No. The idea that I pulled 13,000 subscriptions in April on a good month and then it drops down to 500 and now in May I'm down. Yeah. It's not that I've just become stale and I, I'm not pretending that my content is immune from that. 
Right. But there's something else at play here. It's And you can tell when when there's like it happens on channels, there are ebbs and flows. Like if you get into a rut where your videos are not as good as they used to be, like you'll be able to tell when that is organic loss of viewership. Yeah. And it's usually gradual. Um, and it's usually gradual, correct. Yeah. And uh, um, but what they aren't realizing is that we have achieved this sort of sustainability where we are getting paid per video on pl non-Patreon platforms. Yeah. Um, so something like this is not going to affect me at all financially. Yeah, we'll be good. And we'll be good because our audience, our core audience is still here. Yeah. You know, I make a video, the people are still going to watch it. They're just mm -hmm. going to be as engaged. The only difference is about, <laughs> core, core about half my audience or half my viewership yeah. was because my videos tend to perform well statistically for my channel size they get a youtube recommendation that means they get new eyes mm -hmm. people come in they say oh i like this guy i'm gonna i'm gonna subscribe or they don't and they move on with their day and that's fine too and i'm not by the way arguing that like ooh, i want special treatment in getting those referrals i just want a content neutral policy whereby youtube's algorithm looks at the video and says hey is this performing well statistically or not and if it is performing statistically well the algorithm's going to assume that's because it's a video people are enjoying and therefore it's going to push it to more people. I will that accept even fair. less than that, which is that I want uh, defined parameters on what can and cannot be said. Because this mm. definition of like, if it offends somebody, you shouldn't say it. How on earth am I supposed to know somebody's level of sensitivity that I have never interacted with in my life? Also, I don't give a shit. So <laughs> like, what do, you, what do you want here? Like I'm yeah. supposed to preempt all of my content and 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 mold it in a way so that it won't be offensive to anybody is that really what, it what seems we're do? it seems so and that's why nobody's going to bother trying to abide by these rules because as we've seen with the crowder maza case they just invent them on the fly yeah and they invent them to appease outrage mobs and it looks like the new york times is joining the outrage mob move into that hit piece because we got to keep it moving along here this is so annoying this happened yesterday right the, the story was published online yesterday but you look at the Sunday paper as tweeted out by Philly D. Here's a picture of it. This is the front page of the Sunday New York Times. That is the most, probably the most coveted print news space in the entire country that you're looking at. Yeah. And it's got a whole bunch of YouTube faces on it. And it's the making of a YouTube radical. How the site's algorithms played into the hands of the far right. Spoiler alert. At the end, the algorithms make the guy a leftist. But oh, yeah. we're still yeah. going to go with this narrative. So in typical, uh, in typical fashion like this contains no evidence no data it's like the story of one man radicalized by the alt-right and then we changed our algorithm and brought him back to the left and now he's he's thoroughly indoctrinated again it's like the story of one guy is supposed to convince me that there really is alt-right radicalization happening on youtube yeah. it's so stupid so follow the story of one young douche um quote over years of reporting on internet culture, I've heard countless versions of Mr. Kane's story, an aimless young man, usually white, white. <laughs> no, not that. Yeah, really. Frequently yeah. interested in video games. He must be some kind of jerking off in his mom's basement loser if he plays video games. Leave us alone. <laughs> Visits YouTube looking for direction or distraction and is seduced by a community of far right creators <laughs> seduced what is it a bunch of like medusas or something no, like this that? is another thing where it just strips this this one guy of agency like, yeah like his brain is just he's like that of it's, he's like a child where anything that he sees or interacts with he just you know yeah it's so absurd the, okay. they think these people are robots and they're just vulnerable to any programming put before them I know. Put before them like they don't have any critical thinking capacity for their own in their defense i mean they have themselves. to treat their readers like that because they are like that I guess. 
Bellingcat, an investigative news site, analyzed messages from far right chat rooms, which disturbs me because I think that they might be talking about Discord. Yeah, I'm sure that probably. Uh, so is what everybody watch about. out on Discord and found that YouTube was cited as the most frequent cause of members red pilling an internet slang term for converting to far-right beliefs a european research group vox poll conducted a separate analysis of nearly thirty thousand twitter accounts affiliated with the alt-right you want to tell me there are thirty thousand twitter accounts the alt-right doesn't exist anymore and when it did it had like eight people in it yeah like thirty thousand people it found that the accounts linked to youtube more often than to any other site this is such horse shit because youtube is the largest video host of of any of yeah. any video in the, in, on the entire internet, like don't they by a long shot? It's not even close. Control ninety percent of all videos online. Probably, like probably. So naturally, for any topic, it's going to be YouTube that is cited the most, obviously, yes. which is so misleading. Um, and then they talk a lot about this change to the algorithm, drawing this indoctrinated kid back to the left, and so they straight up say like. Like we've changed the algorithm uh, to stop recommending videos based on prior viewership. Yeah, based on what you like. Based on what you like, right. Yeah. Which will increase the number of videos viewed. But but they talk about how, how no, they tinkered with it. Just an example. I don't know if this is a, a function of that, but I did notice the other day, and this has actually happened to me twice. On two occasions, Sticks has been talking about Bernie Sanders relatively recently, and I watch most of what Sticks does. He was talking about Bernie Sanders. And normally when I watch Sticks videos, it just goes one by one. Like I'll just put them on play and go about my tasks while listening to him. And it just goes, here's Sticks video one, two, and three. If he's th three or four a day or whatever. He talks about Bernie Sanders. It instead goes to some guy playing the banjo praising Bernie Sanders. This happened to me twice. One time it was like, all right, ah, that's weird, but okay. It's twice. so bizarre. Two times. Then they talk about how um, this guy, whose journey they're following, how by changing the um, the algorithm, they were able to get him uh, to stop watching Lauren Southern videos by introducing contrapoints. And they're like, his edgy drag performance and good points lured Mr. Kane into into his arguments and he found himself watching. It's like, are you guys really saying that like watching a based hot right wing chick and like luring a guy away from that into like some tranny weirdos channel that this is a, some some kind of net positive for society. This is clown world nonsense. <laughs> well, and even if that's true, it goes against their narrative. It's like, well, he got recommended a, a different perspective and he found it persuasive. So now he's not alt right anymore. Okay. It's, okay. So, are you listening to yourself? So it's yeah. not the far right's control of YouTube then. No, but then they also talked about how they, they tinkered with the algorithm. So I think that what they were trying to say is like, well, we fixed it and now society is going to be fine. Uh, oh. But, you know, well, they, they, they said all sorts of stuff about uh, people that are straight up center left, like Philly D. So if you're listening, Philly D, all of your all the splinters in your ass from all of your fence sitting didn't help you at all. <laughs> they still came for is. you anyway. Right on the left of the screen. There's Philly D. Just what a monumental douche, like two years of talking about stupid Internet drama and saying that, like, YouTube has a point about who they're censoring and they still throw you under the bus as alt right. So maybe it's time to find your balls, Philly D, and to do something about this because you have a giant audience. And there's Dave Rubin pictured and there's freaking Milton Friedman, <laughs> like bottom center. What God. the hell? 
like, so it's, absurd. It's just silliness. And what's weird about these pictures is that a lot of the people pictured in the graphic don't even appear in the article. In the article, right. Like, Philly D's not mentioned. He's um, just photographed. Computing Forever, I don't think he's mentioned. I don't think they mentioned Faith Goldie. Uh, that picture of Stephen Molyneux is so funny, the one where he's screaming. It's like you oh, know yeah. that somebody's job was to go and find the most like creepy they, and weird. They put in three thumbs. pictures of Molyneux. I just noticed they. Yeah, they featured him prominently in this article, and they call him like um, a self-styled philosopher. Huh. Which is just a way to downplay, you know, that he's an actual philosopher. Yeah. Like, how on earth are you a self-styled philosopher? Like he has no credentials, so we're just gonna call it. Well, so I mean, to your point, there's Philly D pictured on the front page of the New York New York Times, implying that he has radicalized people to the far right. It doesn't state that explicitly, but that would be the reasonable interpretation. That is insane. If they really yeah. wanted to do this, they should stop bringing people that are center left into the fold because then it just gives legitimate racists a way to fly under the radar. How many times do I have to say this? Like, if you guys want to actually call out actual racists, then stop bringing people like philly d and like half asian roaming millennial into it and stuff like it's like this is insane this is yeah. insane i also want to say Sticks has been talking about for a long time too i guess i'll keep shouting out Sticks, but that's fine <laughs> we haven't talked about him a lot have we? uh Sticks talks frequently about how he doesn't believe that this is that this battle that we're seeing here is necessarily political in nature that it's more about an establishment media just looking to do damage to its competition and given the yeah. political incoherence of this article i'm inclined to see that perspective a little bit more because this there's no political sense to this if you're really if you really cared about knocking out the extreme right wing th this is not a sensible thing to do this is about knocking out people who are successful on youtube because a stream like this can produce can be far more productive and pull far more many eyes and ears than the New York Times could if, say, they started a Sunday night stream with even yeah. a million-dollar budget. Yeah, you think totally. people are tuning into that? No. A million-dollar budget. And by the way, the live chat's going crazy. I love Romy Millennial. That wasn't an aside to her or anything. I'm just saying that she's a racial minority and she is, like, barely center-right. And she's always getting lumped in with these other people. It's just a really bad strategy for Mostly because she'll talk to people. Exactly. I mean, she, yeah. she got ripped up and down for talking to Molyneux. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's, it's just retarded. Like they really should go after the individuals that they find troubling and yeah. stop lumping other people that are virtual centrists into it. Yeah. Well, we're already over an hour in, so we've probably got to wrap this up, but I did want to close out with a few thoughts. Like if it's not clear to you yet, to me, it is the digital war is upon us. Oh yeah. Uh, Carlos Maza made it clear. It's not enough just to have censorship. He wants a total depersoning. So it seems like Carlos Maza, New York Times, establishment media, they want a digital war. And this is a fight that I think we're all prepared to take on. But what does it mean? It does mean that you got to support your favorite people. And I'm not even saying that for selfish reasons to, to boost this show's revenue. I'm saying anybody that you enjoy, that, that you watch regularly, that you think, whether it's a podcast, a YouTube or whatever, provides value in your life, that you'd be sad if it went away, you listen to everything they make, figure out a way, send them a buck a month. Yeah, and the it, best way to do that is um, to go to their merch stores, which are going to be somewhat protected. PayPal for those that are are still you know able to use PayPal. Um, Bitcoin is going to be the way of the future for this one. And then uh, what was the other one? What was I thinking? Oh, and of course, Subscribestart, which has been incredibly resilient. They've been vigilant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's how you buy immunity from these overlords. And I, and I want to use that as an opportunity to say thank you to the people who have put us in this position as well. Because if we didn't have the viewer support, 
and they were axing the monetization like they did to you, we're in trouble. And we yeah. might still be. If they do that to my channel, what they did to yours, Super Chat's gone. But we've been smart enough. Yeah, but we knew this was coming. And so we still have Subscribestar. And I would love to see the left come after Subscribestar. I think it's a bunch sure. of Russians. That they're gonna, they're just drinking vodka, telling all these people to fuck off. Seen this coming. We've diversified our revenue such that you can ax any one of them. You're not taking us out. Mind you, I've planned for a rainy day. I know these yeah. people are coming for me. I've planned yeah. for that. Um, and, and so, and I'm doing it too. I've, everybody that I watch regularly, I'm trying to support. The one exception is people who are only on Patreon because I can't go back to Patreon, but I'm trying to message yeah. them and be like, hey, can I, can I do something else? Can I support you some other Send way? money to the PO boxes. Um, can I send you some Bitcoin? Yep. Yeah. It, it's on all of us to uh, make sure that we are well supplied in what is, what is honestly a war that's declared upon us. Yep. So I w- and I intend to uh, listen until there's no more avenues to speak. Or until I literally am down to my last dollar and my family depends on me. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm not quitting. I don't care what they do. Yeah, me too. Even if I were making no money. I mean, I've already destroyed my reputation. Don't you people see what you've done here? You've created a bunch of people that this is this is all they've got. And we're willing to go down with the ship. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, nice obviously as well, sign up for all tech, even if you're not yeah. leaving YouTube. And we're not going to stop the stream until they make us stop the stream. Mm-hmm. But head on over to DLive. Sign up on, create a bit shoot. Follow your favorite people there. Get on Minds. Get on Gab. Even if you're not going to be active today, you never know when your favorite person is gone tomorrow and you need to find them again. You'll want to go to those places. And yeah. lastly, yeah. the other thing I want to say that I'm going to try to abide by because this stuff really pisses me off. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm not going to do what Carlos Maza does and freak out. I'm going to try to take a walk. Like I, I genuinely fear that when you're messing with people's livelihoods like this and, and you're trying to censor people, you think that's going to moderate radicalization? No, it's actually going to inflame Oh, yeah. And increase radicalization. That's what I'm and, most worried about with the situation. When when people feel like they have nothing to live for and they have no free speech outlet, like we see stuff like Christchurch. So they yeah. want to act like the alt-right is radicalizing people. They are creating a violent political climate, and it is bad news. What they need to do is allow people to say whatever they want in a free marketplace of ideas and then yes. have the responses that are um, unfiltered. Yeah. And that's how people blow off steam. That was the way our constitutional republic was designed. That is the point of the First Amendment. Yep. And I'm going to make every effort I can to recognize when I am becoming particularly angry about some of these developments. And I'm going to commit myself to taking a walk and developing a cooler head because I want cooler heads to prevail, even though I don't think these people are operating fairly, even though I think that they're putting a lot of people at risk even though I think they, they are the harassers. And in some cases, like Carlos Maza, they are the violence instigators. I don't want a violent result. And I'm going to try to stay as cool as I can and, and try, to, try to uphold the rules that I fight for. Yep. I don't want to betray them. I, just, I, I genuinely worry that the climate they're creating will produce conflict. And I, do, I don't endorse that, that conflict at all, but I see that it's going to happen. Wow, is a Cuban twink going to start a violent revolution? Is that what's going to happen God. here? Huh. Yeah, well, history repeats itself if you <laughs> believe the prophecy of the socialism is for figs t-shirt. <laughs> oh my God. Whoa. You just blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're well behind a break and we have plenty more to come. We might have a little bit of a long show tonight. I hope you're okay with that. Or we could eliminate some topics as we go along. Uh, but let's, let's what about these London lesbians? Maybe we should. We could be extra quick with them. I could be okay. extra quick on the whole London topic, but let's We should every once in a while talk about uh, what could be perceived as fake, as, as hoax hate, but is actually not. So maybe we should keep that one in. Yeah, we can be quick about it. 
Uh, fake name again. I'm skeptical of Milo basically spending so much of his time attacking his former friends and posting private communication, but him being the marshal for the straight pride parade is pretty hilarious. Is he? I didn't even know that. I didn't that. hear that, but good for him if he's doing that. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Uh, Glenn Carver. I've never been this early in my life. Cheers, Becky and Matt. Well, thanks. I floated going by Becky to like family and friends and they were like, no, it's <laughs> too late in life for that. Well, um, what's it, your your family calls calls you Rebecca? They, they call me Bex or, and, Becca. or Becca. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I'm like, but Becky's a racial slur. Call me Becky. <laughs> that's, that's true. Uh, and oh, yeah, it's just blonde to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Oniho Oiden. Oiden? Uh, no note. Uh, Attack Alpaca. I'm thinking you guys probably won't talk about it, but the Women's, Women's World Cup started this week. Women in sports, blonde. You must be ecstatic by all this female empowerment. I swear to God, I don't even know what sport that is. It's soccer. The oh. best one. Yeah. Football. Football. Remember, they're, they're fighting for equual pay. Remember mm. that whole bit? The, the only suck. thing I know about them is that one chick that took her shirt off. And that was like 10 years ago. That was ago. a long time no. ago, yeah. Uh, Kevin Flanagan. All my super chats have been satire. My name is actually Tyrone Atavius Jamalisha Jefferson III. <laughs> and I'm just here for thick white whammon. Well, I'm going to have to get a new sign. <laughs> I know. It's going to have to be Kevin. <laughs> Dakota Stanton. Maybe a hit piece next time, Matt. He says not believing a word he just said. I know. Hey, one can dream, man. One can dream. And I was Don't notably omitted, so I, I feel your pain, hmm. dude. Grumbledore. Hey, Matt and Blonde, did you guys see the bakery won their defamation lawsuit against Oberlin? A precedent I set did. for the Covington kids. I did not know that. Damn. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, that's news to me. Downsgated. Shh, take my money before YouTube demonetizes you. It's okay, Matt. I know one day you'll get your hit piece. He's never, it's never going to happen. Okay. Lewis, if you're watching, I like the bit to carry on. Get on that. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know what? I mean. uh, wow. <laughs> well, that maybe that'd be beneficial too. I mean, we know that. Yeah, she's, she's somebody in the audience. She's some needy in that department. Go like bang her and tell her that she's beautiful, and then maybe it'll solve these problems. But then he's gonna leave her, and then it'll be way. Failing worse. that, just get a turkey baster in there and make her pregnant. We need to. <laughs> we need no, to get this but taken then care we'll of. have a single mom situation on. Oh yeah. Um, well, better that than this bullshit. Yeah. Take one for the team, kid. Yeah, you, you guys know what you have to do. We don't want your donations. We want you to go pork Becca Lewis. Uh, we're going to get <laughs> some kind of Consensually. Sexual... Well, yeah, I mean, but <sighs> she's going to take what she can get. I mean, look at her face. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even rape Becca Lewis. <laughs> oh. Come on. <laughs> we're demonetized. Uh, Wildcat78 yeah. just had surgery on Friday. I hope not a sex change operation. So you guys are wel- or welcome distraction. Why did I say that? Matt, any chance we could ever get a hoax, hate, or surprise cringe super cut video? You guys can make hmm. it anytime you want. Yeah, it would require a lot of work, man. I, I mean, I, if anyone wants to do the labor, go for it. I, I'm not going to stop you. Uh, but I don't, ha- I don't have the time to do that. Uh, X-Prodig- I do, but I'm lazy. Uh, X-Prodigious says, what is the deal with Tulsi Gabbard's move to entertain the idea of reparations? What? I hadn't heard that. I've heard she's on board with reparations. Love the show. You guys are a super team. Kay, thanks. Sweet. Please tell me that's a deal breaker. Uh, Come of on. Of course, it's a deal okay. breaker. But she seems so nice and real. <laughs> and she doesn't want to yeah. go to the Middle East anymore. Uh, Big LC, let's get some middle fingers up for the censorious fuckwits over at Vox, CNET, and New York Times, especially that big Carlos. That I is... didn't even hear what CNET did. I'll have to look at that. I'm Apparently sure there's more. Uh, Jago94, long-time listener, first time catching you live. Love the show. You guys rock. I make my kids Kaylee. Four and Abby too. Ooh, listen in the car. Usually they don't complain. I'm sorry, Kaylee and Abby. You shouldn't talk like. Well, they're probably too young to get it, but in a few years, definitely give them some. It's unfeminine to use the f word and give to call people raffy. fat trannies and stuff. Yeah, you raffy. listen to Raffi when you were a kid oh, at the dentist's for office. Sure, Good. no, all the time. 
Yeah. Um, the S foil says, I usually listen to the podcast on Monday at work tonight. I'm glad I can watch the show live so I can read Kevin Flanagan's super chats. Everybody <laughs> should read his super chats. They're gold. Yeah, that's true. You only get those if you tune in live that's and they're true. probably going away. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bridge Burner Bear, you guys are awesome and your shows are always the best. Keep up the great work and God bless well, both thanks. of you. FYI Blonde, I try to get Owen Benjamin your message so hopefully he reaches out soon. Yes, we've been in communication. Thank you so much. Hmm. Um, Mike, the caveman would love a shout out to my new fiance, Casey Lynn. She would, well, or she said yes on her birthday yesterday. You guys have been our Sunday, Wednesday date night for the last two years. She also oh. wants to be your BFF Blonde. Oh my God. Wow. Well, I have like three female friends and Two of them are on the internet. So <laughs> if you want to be friends, like I'm wide open. Um, and congratulations. That really hit me right in the feels. What? You seem distracted. Oh, no. I, yeah, I'm setting up to, to do the D live stuff and stuff. You're having a moment. I didn't want to interrupt. Oh, and congratulations okay. to the happy uh, to the happy couple. Yeah. Gay balls. Uh, Ebot PN. Have some shekels. A big donation. Have some shekels to help fund the ongoing YouTube war sanity safe space will be even more important going forward. Keep the good work. Thank you so much for the- I am not going to be niggardly. Um, let you. me just do one more right now. Uh, we have a, we got a $500 donation. Holy cow. I am not going to be niggardly. Yes. Jesus, thank who you. Who detests, he says, who detests hypocrisy more? Discuss. Um, I mean, what kind of hypocrisy are we talking about? Are you talking between the two of us? He must mean between the two of us, yeah. Well- uh, Sargon always raises the point like everyone's a hypocrite. Yeah, I heard him making yeah. this point a lot uh, doing his street debates, and I, I think he's right. Everyone, the, everyone is. Everyone has inconsistencies. I guess what bothers me is not inconsistencies because I have mine, and I'll try to explore them and acknowledge them. It's when they're so blatant. It's when there's no effort made to reconcile them. Right, that's, or there's no self awareness really of me. them. Yeah. Um, like everybody's like, "You're a hypocrite. You're not trad because you got married when you were." 29 and blah 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 and like all these things are true but that doesn't make me less right about what women should do to make themselves happy yeah uh, personal hypocrisy doesn't negate truth yeah. uh so but i think that as far as like hypocrisy and principles it for sure pisses matt off more probably because um, i'm obviously i'm a big rules person yeah and I'm i a like big structure ins, i like process i like rules yeah. ins yeah. justify the means for me yeah. Like, I will burn it down in whatever way I see fit if it makes me get what I want. Sure. Whereas I'm yeah. much more willing to sacrifice my own preferred outcome in favor of upholding yes. the rules. Which yeah. I'm totally unwilling to do because of yeah. my female emotional thinking patterns. Women shouldn't vote. Um, okay, thank yeah, you, Stu. Well, and that's the last super chat we ever got because you just said. <laughs> At least it was a good suffrage one. Suffrage <laughs> was a mistake. You can't do it. By the way, what's your favorite amendment? The 19th. It's my favorite. Don't. <laughs> I swear. Don't, I'm going to preface every show YouTube with how much <laughs> I love it. Uh, I'll make an intro. I'll go back and find debate on the, the, con the congressional floor about the 19th Amendment and play it as a, a, an homage to whatever. the great day that Men was. dropped the ball on this. I can't even blame women. Like, <laughs> why did you allow this? I'm sure they had their reasons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I cuck on the issue of, uh, of suffrage. Moving yeah, because on. of your stupid obsession with individual rights. I know, my stupid rules and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we're good for a little while. Okay, I'm going to catch up on Streamlabs, and then we'll keep it moving along. A lot of people are, are chiming in tonight. Thank you guys for supporting the show. Cameron says, at what point does the right need to stop losing with dignity? Clearly, we cannot cohabitate with the unhinged left. Perhaps it is time to go Pinochet, uh, the helicopter ride guy, and use these Marxist scum, uh, or on these Marxist scum, and physically remove them. In Minecraft, of course. In Minecraft... <laughs> 
in Minecraft. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's sort of related to what we were just discussing. At what point are you... I, I, that's something that we differ a lot on, I, yep. I would say, is the degree to which we are willing to uphold rules, even if it's self-defeating. I do acknowledge that if... Uh, I do worry, I suppose, that if a lot of these progressives realize the society they are advocating, uh, the society that I appreciate built on United States constitutional values will cease to exist. And I suppose, what will I do? Sit and be enslaved. I'll be a home building slave for Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez because home ownership is a right. And I'll say, at least I didn't bend on my principles. Yeah. And at least I have this luxury apartment that is my human right. I know, right? Yeah. Thanks, Cameron. Uh, Tay... I'm going to go with Ty Rai. Thank you both again in these crazy times. Well, thank you. Be will Matt. You should have the guy who wrote your fake hit piece, submit it to Buzzfeed. They're moving toward freelance content. So they'll probably run it. Hey, if he can pull that off, I'll email Russ back and see if he can pull that off. That would be a legendary move. So thank you for the tip. Someone somewhere says when it comes to self-defense, what are some good American owned and manufactured brands? Uh, American owned and manufactured, probably Smith and Wesson. I would say, um, I own one Smith and Wesson firearm. Um, let's see, as far as my other home defense, if you're in the shotgun market, I, I believe Mossberg is, uh, is us owned and manufactured, but I'm not sure on that. And the manufacturing I'm a little unclear on. Uh, Smith and Wesson's an American company. I believe Mossberg is if you want a shotgun, uh, handguns. I only own, well, I also own a Springfield handgun, but they've had their own people have dispute with them over a second amendment issue. Uh, so maybe Smith and Wesson might be the best one to look at. Consider that, but don't quote me on that. Cause I'm not familiar with everybody's manufacturing. Phil said, uh, heritage America matters more than the constitution. If we have to choose between a piece of paper and securing the existence of heritage America in a future uh, for American children, it's not a difficult choice. Well, there's an argument to be made there. Yeah. There's a lot of that theme is coming up tonight about, uh, principles and process versus listen, the outcome is so awful that what do the principles matter if we have to realize that? terrible hell anyway exactly well give me a little more time i'm still i still want to fight the buddy we're there the we're there redicus says also valley girl kami reminds me of a british bitch that has a boxer husband and wants money for raising her own kids we should build everyone a luxury apartment and pay them to sit on their ass <laughs> <laughs> miles Kinsler says hey guys i hope a bird flies by and shits on carlos maza's face leftist bastards have a nice day does that count as advocating assault it's just no. advocating a bird committing assault. That's <laughs> a little different. But can a bird commit assault? Assault is intent. A bird can't assault you. All right. They're fine. just operating by their basic primal urges. So okay. by that logic, I hope he gets attacked by a tiger. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's not was advocating it, was assault. It, um, who was the, was it, who were the, the big duo in Vegas? Like, uh, that did oh, the tiger um, bit? Uh, Oh, oh my God, I'm retarded. Siegfried and Siegfried and Roy. Siegfried and Roy. Didn't they get mauled by a tiger? Or one of them? Uh, did? One of them did. I think. Did he die? Something like that. I can't remember. No, he should get attacked by a bear. That'd be way more fitting. Radicus says, "Yeah, Antifa isn't worth talking about. You really need to talk about the activists that won't talk to press and often know nothing about the protests they're at because they are bust in a bust in and handed a sign." Fair point. Ox says, "Thanks as always for the sanity safe space. I'm glad to see the Canadian communist hasn't gotten to you." yet not yet kim says my grand uh my grading is done summer vacation has begun i can finally catch the show live keep up the great work guys this wasn't easy but very cheesy okay i'm done take my shekels well thanks for tuning in i don't want to out kim as a teacher she might get in trouble yeah thank you kim walsey says uh when gays are mistreated on the internet 
I hang my fig at half-mast. <laughs> Thank you. Well, uh, Kim says, Blonde, your channel doesn't show up on YouTube's autofill or my YouTube search history. They're coming for you. Sorry, Matt. Maybe someday you'll earn your hit piece and get banned. That pre-existed, did it not? Yeah, that, you that was a pre-existing thing. Hmm. That happened right after the Guardian piece. So I think that was a Becca Lewis YouTube. Gotcha. Yeah. Lastly, for now on Streamlabs, Redicus says, Matt, do you think that uh, Commissar, uh, Commissar Carlos would give you a would give you rules or a fair trial? You must go to the gulag and die. Plus, the guy was indoctrinated, uh, ended up at the YouTube commies sphere. Tim Pool always refers. Oh, the guy who was indoctrinated ended up there. Yeah, Tim Pool always references the ref, uh, the referral map that slants left. Yeah, I don't have faith that Carlos Maza would um, would uphold the principles I seek to uphold. However, I don't know that I buy that as an excuse to mistreat him, even though I despise him. And that's the thing about principles is you have to be willing to extend them to people that you hate. That's the point of having principles. That's why they're principles. Granted, I'm trying to be as honest about this debate as I can, because I, I'm with you guys that the the world they want to build is a hell. Yeah, it, it, it absolutely is. So we're on the same team trying to avoid it. Let's see if we can get there. Uh, I'm going to open up the uh, D live treasure chest. And release all the lemons and dis distribute the uh, rewards. Oh, this giveaway is too close to your. Oh, I can't do it. It says you can only do it every 72 hours. And I guess we did it on Wednesday. So I guess I'll save this for next Sunday. I can't do it. I'm sorry, guys. 72 hours. That math doesn't work. Well, I guess. Yeah, that's it's been more than 72 hours since Wednesday night. Yeah. Friday night, Saturday night. Here we are. Uh, in any case, it's not letting me, but I will thank. So I guess I'll have to hold off until next Sunday. I'm sorry, guys. But I will thank the top contributors over on DLive, Senti, Luca, and John. Thank you guys for supporting the show. I will circle back to DLive, see if it works a little bit later, but it's not letting me for now. Sorry about that, guys. Let's talk about this gay Muzzy Terrace. Yeah, we'll have to be really quick. And I don't want to talk about this too much because, of course, Trump visits uh, the UK this week, and it's mostly ceremonial bullshit. He talks with Theresa May at a press conference, which who cares because she's already out. He wore a poorly fitting now. suit, inexplicably brought his entire family there. He talked shit about Meghan Markle and she talked shit about him. You know, she whole... sucks. Harry's ruined his life. I don't <laughs> She's know the reason saying. you're banned on Twitter, as I recall. She is the reason <laughs> I'm banned on Twitter. I forgot about that. That's right. It is noteworthy, however, that as Trump visits the UK, London Mayor Sadiq Khan, famous gay muzzy terrorist, <laughs> London Mayor Sadiq Khan. By the way, that's his description. You can hear in the soundbite. Not my description. Sadiq Khan's description. Do we have that soundbite? I don't have it handy, but it is in the intro. He took the opportunity to virtue signal upon Trump's arrival, posting a video to Twitter on how Trump's values are in total opposition to London's, uh, which does make sense, I guess, if London is now a caliphate and uh, <laughs> Sadiq Khan is the spokesman for said caliphate. Yeah. Anyway, here's Sadiq Khan ripping Trump upon Trump's arrival in the UK. President Trump, if you're watching this, your values and what you stand for are the complete opposite of London's values and the values in this country. We think diversity is not a weakness, diversity is a strength. We respect women and we think they're equal to <laughs> men. What we've seen over the last few years in the USA He's is rolling back for much sure. of the progress made in previous decades. It's really important we continue to move forwards. What we've seen in the USA is a rolling back of the reproductive rights of uh, women. We've got a situation now where some states in the USA are making it almost impossible for women have the rights to have an abortion. The fight for gender equality shouldn't just be a fight for women and girls. All of us should be What would you say, Muslim man? Men and boys too. There was Malali Yousafzai, yeah. the Nobel Prize winner, who said, how can all of us benefit when half of us are held back? That's why it's all our interest 
be feminist. If you believe that it's wrong, that there's gender inequality, if you believe it's wrong... Wasn't she shot by radical Islamists in men, the head? If you uh, I don't remember. Is that what happened? Wasn't it that schoolgirl and then she, her, her school bus, because they were going to school, got hijacked by a bunch of radical Islamist men and somebody shot her in the head? Oh, is that her? Seriously? You're going to use that to talk Mr. What's Muslim the name? there? I'll, I'll look it uh, Let me know in the live chat. I can't remember now. This gender yeah, inequality. If you believe it's wrong that women are less than men, if you believe it's wrong that women are still discriminated against in 2019, then you're a feminist. I guess I missed it. Uh, and then he's got a sign that says only weak men. Was it Malala? Fear Is that what he said? Winner. Strong said. women. Yeah, Malala. Uh, yeah. Yusavasi. Yusavasi. Yeah, Yusav that's the that's the one who was shot in the head by the Taliban. Is that who did it to her? I can't uh, remember. I think so. Let me Google it while you talk. Okay. Well, so he... he <laughs> Sadiq Khan posts this stupid virtue signaling video to social media. First of all, there's not that much difference between the U.S. and Europe on abortion laws. It varies across Europe in much the same way that it varies across states in the U.S. So it kind of depends on which countries you're comparing. But second of all, why would, why would what an individual state does be Trump's fault? Like, why yeah. is Alabama Trump's fault? And also, who gives a shit? It's Alabama. You're the mayor of London. Why don't you shut the hell up? Oh, right. And what is he talking about? The progress made in London over the last few decades. You mean <laughs> allowing the city to be entirely changed demographically to fall into a pit of crime um, and to be taken over by Muslims? Is that what you mean by progress? Yes. Yeah. She was she and two other girls were shot by the Taliban in Pakistan. Uh, in an attempt to retaliate for her activism, which is women going to school. Yeah, but, but we don't need to worry about that. In fact, Sadiq Khan says, we love diversity so much, we would love to welcome hordes of Islamic culture right, right. into London so that we can have diversity and inclusion and all this. How are they, how is that society, the one that shot her in the head, not yeah. at odds with London's values? And how does he simultaneously say diversity is our strength, but also only total ideological conformity, conformity. will be accepted? Come on, dude. Anyway, Sadiq Khan is delightful. He's not a gay muzzy terrorist at all. I'm mm. glad that he's a diverse and respectable mayor of London. Little guy, though. He, little. he, lo he looks like he would be, but... No, he's a manlet. Uh, Trump tweeted about it this week. Oh. He's like, short t Sadiq Khan or something. It was well, hilarious. The protesters were out in London in full force and they were harassing <laughs> people as you might expect. And they went after an elderly man. I can't tell if the first one is a Trump supporter or just an old man. And then secondarily, there's like a conservative guy, Trump supporter guy being screamed at and he gets milkshaked. Here's some scenes from London protest. <laughs> I wanted to comment on that. When's the last time Donald Trump just like bull rushed a guy and pushed him over into oh my the God, crowd? These people are mentally ill. He's you just act like, like some Donald old dude. Trump. Yeah. Show me the clip. The, the only thing I can think of is when Donald Trump said stuff like, if you fight that guy, I'll pay your medical bills and stuff. But these are always reactions to people being physically aggressive at his rallies. And I'm not trying to justify those things, but show me the clip of Donald Trump doing that. Like being physically forceful, pushing an old man to the ground. Show me that clip. You act like Donald Trump. Here's a guy getting milkshaked. Oh my God. Speaking of desperate need for the turkey baster. I 
no it's always it's never like super hot chicks doing stuff like this it's no always like some fat chick with like a six finger <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and he gets milkshakes and he throws it back. Oh my god. Some female cop unable to handle the situation. She's like, <laughs> But the diversity makes them strong, just not physically strong. <laughs> okay, Sadiq Khan, meanwhile, we heard him talking about uh, the values of the city and we were wondering, well, how can you. Uh, square the values of Islamic culture generally and the supposed values of London. Those seem at odds. It's weird that you would pair those things, as we've seen with the, the teacher fight, the school fight that's been going on in Birmingham and elsewhere, the weird clash of progressivism and Islam. Well, this is speculation, but it appears that, well, we know Sadiq Khan can't protect this lesbian couple. The speculation is about who did, who done it. Tell me about the lesbian couple attacked on a bus in London. First of all, when I saw this story, I know a lot of people sent it to us as hoax hate. When I saw this story, I immediately knew that it happened because these broads were like beat to shit. I saw the before or the after pictures too, like after they clean up all the blood, it was like black eyes and like, like it was like they clearly were just getting like punched in the face. Do you have the picture up of them? There's covered yeah. in blood. Like yeah, I've got an interview with her as well. Clearly happened. Clip. So what happened was, do they explain it in the interview? I didn't uh, review this. She part. just kind of explains basically what happens. I can play it if you want. Yeah, let's can, play that first. Okay, so here's a description from one of the two women involved. We were uh, on a date. So we decided to uh, go um, in the night bus to back to her place. We must have kissed or hugged or something because uh, these guys that were there, they came after us, like surrounding us and started to say things like uh, lesbians or sexual positions and uh, doing stuff with her hand. And they were demanding that uh, we should kiss like so they could watch. I actually thought that maybe like making some jokes or something would make them stop or whatever, but it didn't. And the next thing I know is Chris is in the middle of the bus and they are beating her up. She was bleeding her face and I tried mm. to pull her out. Just because of pulling her like away, they started beating me. Okay. Uh, that clearly happened and it was a London bus. So five males between the ages of 15 and 18 have been arrested in connection with a homophobic attack which is clearly a homophobic attack um i i'm willing to bet like every penny i have to my name that they were all muslim all these you mean asian oh oh yeah asian grooming yeah definitely because chinese people are notoriously violent damn chinks are edited yeah you know know how they are yeah um it's just (laughs) like nobody's saying it because they're they're doing I, i read a few articles about it today nobody's naming the attackers because they're minors blah blah um but i it's certainly like Muhammad and Abdul and blah, blah, blah. It's it's like, this is clearly what happens. Yeah. So Sadiq Khan's going to talk about like women's rights and protecting women and this underclass of women and how diversity and Muslims are diverse and stuff. And then he's going to bring up Malala shot in the head by Muslim men. Yeah. And he can't protect these lesbians minding their own business. They're getting beat to shit for not putting on some kind of lesbian sex show on a bus for a bunch of Muslims. Like, okay, Sadiq. Okay. Yeah, well. That's all. <laughs> London's values. Yeah, we'll have to see yeah. what happens. They're not saying anything about the suspects. And you were saying it's because of their youth, right? Two of the articles and I was like, one of them minors, but one of them, at least one of them is, is 18. Yeah. Let me know in the live chat if you've, I didn't like dig into it. I read three or 
four articles. I didn't see yeah. anything about them. So I, I'm, if their identities have been released and they aren't Muslim, I'll eat my words. Mm. But I'm sure that they are. It's probably a safe bet. But yes, if it comes out otherwise, if it was we'll if it were white guys, don't you think that they would have like found a way probably. to release the identity of the 18 year old? They would be like, this is the state of London. White men harass LGBTQ blah fucking blah. But yeah. it's like Muslim. So not a word about it. Well, we'll have to watch the story run out of time already so we'll keep it moving around or moving along but uh update me quickly on the the marjorie stoneman school resource officer the guy who didn't the only armed guy on scene who didn't go in during the shooting yes i have mixed feelings about this which i know might hmm. be a controversial opinion i believe he's looking at 96 years former broward sheriff's deputy scott peterson 56 arrested in broward county tuesday on seven counts of neglect of a child Three counts of culpable negligence and one count of perjury, presumably because he mm. lied about it. Um, excuse me. Oh, my. Uh, femininity, those two girls that are listening, four and two, no burping on your podcast. Oh, I didn't even hear it. Um, Peterson was a school resource officer at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. He was on duty during the shooting, uh, but never went inside the school. Mm -hmm. um, the arrest comes after a 15-month investigation into the actions of law enforcement during the shooting. And so what they're also saying is that he uh, not only retreated, but told other police officers not to go and to stay 500 uh, feet away from the building. Yeah. Um, I know that this was like major incompetence and fear and everything like that. But this was also like, wasn't he a retired cop or something? Something like that. He looks like a fairly older gentleman. He's like... I'm going to get this school security job and I'm not going to have to deal with violent thug criminals anymore or whatever. And it's going to be easy. And then something like this happens and you're like, whoa, I am way out of my element here. Um, so I think he just pushed out hard. Yeah. This is negligence. I mean, I don't disagree with any of the charges being levied. Well, the, like the charges are interesting. Years. And I don't say this again. I'm not saying this to justify Scott Peterson. I actually no. think. Based on everything I've seen, he did a terrible job. I don't oppose legal justice for him because of his his uh, failure in duty. And because I do believe that his failure to act, as he is assigned to do as a police officer, probably contributed to the harm. That for said, sure. yeah. the charges are about negligence, child neglect charges. And as I understand, granted, I'm not an expert on Florida law, and I'm certainly no lawyer, but I've read a little bit about this people with better legal minds might be able to explain it to me. It basically hinges on whether he counts as a child caretaker in the same way, say like a nanny or a parent or possibly even a teacher would be. Whereas the welfare of the child is immediately connected to your responsibility, your caretaking. And it, based on what I've read, He's that is school security. Guard, it's a little, so it's I'm a little go tenuous. With yes. Yeah. He probably should. I'm not be. saying it's an insane case, but it's not a slam dunk case necessarily. I don't know. I just think 96 years is excessive. It's like he's a super coward. I'm sure he's a lot of guilt on his conscience. Can we throw like eight years at the guy? Eight years? <laughs> Everybody at Stoneman Douglas gets to kick him in the nuts and move on. That yeah. is good. I like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, All what right. do you think is a fair punishment for this? Uh, I don't know because I don't have sufficient knowledge of the laws in question to know like to I guess what would be a fair basis for comparison? Like, is this the same thing as being a nanny who starves a child? Is it like that level of, well, I think there's more intent there. This is just like, dude was a big puss. And then more people, it's also really hard to prove that more people died because of his negligence. Yeah. Cause like, where would he would have intercept where, where should he have intercepted the killer so that it would prevent X number of think, deaths? It'd be hard to prove. 
if I want to go on the other side of this, again, just playing devil's advocate too, maybe if I'm taking this from the police perspective, it's, I would like to see a little bit clearer standard, perhaps. That is to say, I'm on board with maybe having legal consequences for police officers who grossly fail to protect the lives and, and security of people they're entrusted to protect in, in such a way. Yeah. But it does seem to me that the law in this case is having to be stretched maybe a little bit to the bounds of where it might apply. I'd like to see some crisper legal lines. That is to say, so, so because I agree, you're signing up to, a, to be a cop Listen, that's a difficult job. I have nothing but admiration for people who do it, including this guy, even though he failed in this particular instance. But you're signing up to do a job that is inherently dangerous. I'd like to see clear definition of what is expected of you, indeed legally required. But this isn't a job that's inherently dangerous. I think it is. Massive high school. You know, I mean, yeah, I think there, there's and, and especially if you're taking on the burden of protecting all those people in an emergency. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like it's like being a mall cop or something. Hmm. It's like, well, even that. I mean, you never know who comes in with a who comes in with a gun to yeah, do shooting. Yeah, but the kind of guy like that. that's going to take a job being a mall cop is not like the kind of guy that's going to be a police officer in inner city Detroit or something I suppose. like that. Yeah, I, there's a different level of risk assessment that you take. Like he probably thought, like I'm going to go work in this upper middle class white high school. There, no, like nothing is going to happen. This is going to be an easy job. Not that that you know absolves him of what he did. This guy's clearly a coward. But like. I see how this happened. I'm going to get so much shit for this. <laughs> well, there's a difference between seeing how something happens and saying it's good or like uh, that you approve of it happening. Yeah. The only thing I worry about in this case, my, I guess my only concern is I'd like to see a cleaner legal standard yeah. so that cops know when I sign up to do this, this is what is legally required of me. So I mean, that it's a fair deal when you sign up to do the job. Duty to protect. Well, that's that's an interesting can of worms itself, too, because, of course, the Supreme Court has ruled the police have no duty yeah. constitutionally. So so the only solution would be a statutory requirement, which is another reason why. Right. I'd be so in favor are we going to act like a like a like a security cop at a high school has more duty to protect than your average police? Because I think that that is a ridiculous standard. No, I would say that's got to be it's got to be it's got to be the same. He's he's, yeah. he's part of Broward County uh, Sheriff's Department. Yeah. Yeah. So he should it should be the same for him as anybody out on some other beat, you know? I agree. That being said, I want to clarify that this guy sucks and a <laughs> bunch of kids died because he couldn't find his balls. I think that's a fair assessment. I want to move on to another interesting legal case. This one uh really bugs me. I've been excited. I wish we had more time to talk about it. But in upstate New York, near Utica, 64-year-old Ronald Stolarchik shot and killed 57-year-old Patricia Tallarico and her nephew, 27-year-old Nicholas, Nicholas Tallarico. While Patricia and Nicholas were burglarizing Ronald's home, it sounds like they thought that this home, this guy's a hoarder, basically, and it, they thought the home was abandoned and they were going in there to take some shit. And I guess Nicholas had done this two weeks ago based on property recovered from Nicholas's apartment, according to the DA. So maybe there was some confusion here that said they're burglarizing property that is not there, yeah. that is not theirs. And they've done this multiple times. Based on New York's Castle Doctrine law, the DA is not charging Stolarchik with homicide in either death since his home was being burglarized and he was defending it. Stolarchik has also fully cooperated with authorities, according to prosecutors and the police. Stolarchik has said the two intruders came up the stairs, and when he yelled at them to leave, they didn't. Instead, they came toward him, and he shot them, as his lawyer said. However, 
That does not mean that Stolarchek is legally in the clear. Here's a, a clip of some local news coverage. He is, in fact, being charged. He is, in fact, in jail. Pay attention to why he has been charged and is in jail. State police have identified two people shot and killed in Deerfield in an attempted burglary gone wrong. They are 57-year-old Patricia Ann Tallarico from Utica and 27-year-old Nicholas Tallarico, also from Utica. Police say the man who allegedly shot them, Ronald Stolarchik, illegally owned the handgun. Police say they were shot and killed attempting to break into the home. Police responded to a home on Walker Road and found Patricia Ann dead. Nicholas Tallarico ran out to find help. He was rushed to the hospital where he died. We just learned those names late last night. Stolarchik is charged with criminal possession of a firearm. He is being held in the Oneida County Jail awaiting arraignment. There is no danger to the public, but if you know anything, you want to call state police at 315-366-6000. There's no danger to the public from this guy defending his home. Right. Criminal possession of a firearm. Now, you might think, well... Did he own them illegally? Yeah. Is Stolarchik a felon? Is he a domestic abuser? Is he some type of prohibited person? No, he's being charged because the handgun he used was not registered with the state in accordance with state law. It was a revolver that he used to shoot these two home intruders, and it belonged to his now deceased father. And Stolarchik never registered the gun with the state of New York after his father died. He's being held in jail on $10,000 bail. The charge he faces is a felony punishable by up to four years in prison. Oh, come it's unlikely on. that he gets a maximum sentence. Because I, as I understand, he has a clean record. But uh, yes, he, he, because he had a home, uh, an emergency in his home, and he used the weapon that was available at the time to defend his life and liberty and property, he sits in jail because he didn't get a good boy permission slip from Mario Cuomo right. to use a firearm, which, by the way, he has a constitutional right to use, to keep and bear arms. Why? Defense of life, liberty, and property seems like a good reason, but he didn't have a permission slip from the state of New York, and so he's in jail. This is why you need to be vigilant and resilient against the creeping on the Second Amendment and all this bullshit about expanded background checks and registering, registering firearms and this and that and making restrictions of ammo purchases and banning certain pieces of plastic and all these stupid rules. At the end of the day, when there's an emergency in your home, when there's a threat against your life, liberty, or property, you grab what is available to you. You don't yeah. have time to check if Mario Cuomo has approved of the cereal on your revolver. This is, an, this is a ridiculous story. That's why... Andrew, uh, Andrew Cuomo? Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's what I meant. Andrew Cuomo. Mario Cuomo is the older. It's the dad. Andrew Cuomo and uh, Chris Cuomo. Thank you for the clarification. Yes. Uh, we don't want to get our Cuomos mixed up. That would, <laughs> that would be awful. Um, anyway, th th this is such an injustice that the guy does have a, uh, a GoFundMe set up too. I will link that in the description. Oh, he had a $10,000 legal defense fund goal set. And as I checked before the show, he had already, he was already sitting at $11,000. So he should be in good shape. But if anyone's inclined to support his legal defense fund, I will make that available in the description as soon as we're done streaming. Uh, we, we thought we had hoax hate earlier, but uh, that turned out to be likely real hate. We'll see how the story Who develops. Who thought that one was fake? It had none of the tells. Well, until there were suspects arrested, I could see why people maybe thought that. But also, it would have been a pretty dramatic and dedicated commitment to the bit by bloodying your own face. They would that. never do it on a bus. There wouldn't be that mm. kind of uh, visual evidence. When people do the self-inflicted stuff, it's always like scratches and things like that. Those girls were beat to hell. Yeah. 
Well, I think this one's fake. I'm just gonna keep on saying it. For sure. And now the no one happened, but it's totally a product of Trump's America. They get to keep all the money, which we're demonetizing. Make a claim, keep the money. Shit, Joke's on you, copyright holder. There is no money. We already lost it because of your rape joke. (laughs) Yeah, and my uh, slur about the Chinese. You did say chink. Yeah, that's true. It's not my fault that they're raping everyone in the UK. (laughs) They need to clean up their act. (laughs) The hit piece that you get is going to be about how I radicalized you. Yeah. That's the one that's coming. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. So Rain Wilson of The Office fame. I'm not an Office watcher. He's Dwight, right? The guy with the glasses. Okay, so he's Dwight on The Office. He posted what he calls a chilling image on Instagram of a noose that he claims was discovered on a friend's lawn to show that racism is alive and well in 2019. Here's, I'll just go to the Instagram post. He's got this lengthy caption as well. So uh, Wilson writes, so my friend Jamie texted me this photo. Looks pretty innocent at first, right? Uh, no, that's a noose. It doesn't look innocent at all, but okay. Looks pretty innocent at first, right? But when you learn that, or when you learn that he and his sister are African-American, the photo turns instantly chilling. There was hung in a tree in her front yard in suburban Los Angeles to be found by her 17-year-old daughter, this news. Uh, Yeah. And he continues, when the police were called, they said, essentially, what's the big deal? And Yolanda lost it. Yolanda, I guess, lives at this residence as well. What's the big deal? Uh, They said, well... And they explained to the officer, well, officer, the noose is the symbol of lynching, which was used to hang thousands of African-Americans, especially by the Klan. Granted, this is a pretty lame noose. Might have been made by some local kids or something. Who knows? But the fact is that the noose is as strong a symbol of racial hatred, violence, and oppression as a swastika. Shut up, Dwight. (laughs) I don't know if the, the noose... I'm willing to bet that the noose is a, is a, a, a hoaxed um, prop anyway, that it was Why placed there Why is it there touching the ground? Purposes. And what kind of yeah. slipknot is are you, that? Are you going to be laying on the ground while you're being hanged? Is yes. that how this is going to work? That yeah, would that's... hurt nobody. Was somebody just trying to keep their dog in place? Is this even a hoax? Maybe. Maybe it was just a very poorly constructed dog leash. Now, I'm, I'm, I certainly think the placement was not by a Klansman. Uh, however, Rain Wilson's story about talking to the cops, I, I also think is 100% fabrication. You're going to tell me the cops showed up and said, I'm unfamiliar with what this symbolizes. Please explain to me as I have no understanding. Yeah, yeah okay. please Thanks, tell me hero. what the noose means, Dwight from the Thanks. office. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you think Dwight himself planted it? Because my theory is that probably these, this family is friends of his. They know that they can do this sort of virtue signaling hoax yeah, and amplify yeah. it through him. This dude's brother was like, "Yolo, Yolanda, go get <laughs> we gonna Dwight. We gonna be rich. <laughs> we gonna be rich." <laughs> I've not seen a GoFundMe. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. So that's my guess is that um, is that the friend set this up and used Rain Wilson as a stupid celebrity virtue signaling. Prop. And he totally fell into it, and then he was like jerking off later. He's like, "Oh, I'm such a good person. I'm such a good ally." <laughs> Yeah, you still got to get on the on the level of this lady, Yolanda. I can't believe that someone would have so much like hate in their heart. Okay, so we'll see how this case develops. Oh, the police did respond as well. They deny that they're not investigating this thoroughly. In fact, L.A. County Sheriff's detectives are currently investigating the case. They have looked at surveillance footage in the area. No suspects named. I can't believe it. No. Oh. 
another hoax hate story that's going to disappear totally unsolved i think i've said it before but they need to bring back unsolved mysteries with robert stack to revisit all these hoax hate crimes bring robert stack back from the that dead i used to love that show really well yeah. yeah that that guy was great great voice robert stack you want to kill my soul a little bit and talk about some drag kids yeah there's i mean at this point this is so common that i can't even do surprise cringe anymore with this because you'd be able to guess it immediately so and I, I just saw this, so. yeah you probably saw it circulating around because it's been all over so uh, Vice, uh, Vice Canada is, uh, is back at this bit of, of promoting drag kids, as you can see in this tweet here. And they say the next generation of uh, these kids are the next generation of drag kids. Drag kids is, I guess, a documentary, a new documentary that follows Why is that a thing? Why drag is obsessed thing? kids from different cities. Vice's Hillary Beaumont goes to one of their shows and learns about the community they've found with their fellow drag kids. Here's the uh, video of the event. Be fierce. Be yourself. And if anybody bullies you, stand up for yourself. Fight back. Drag Kids is a new documentary directed by Megan Wenberg that follows four drag-obsessed kids from different cities. I'm going to a drag brunch to meet with the young performers and ask them about the community that they've found with their fellow drag kids. We're gonna start off. And how many times they've been anally raped. Are you all ready? You joke, but seriously. Please no, give a huge round of applause and a welcome to Susan B. Anthony. How do you feel when you're on stage? I get a little nervous at first. Like when I get out there, it's like a switch flip. I just bring it. It's like three, two, one, I'm choosing me. I'm sure you've heard of a little performer named Lady Gaga, but you have not met the next incarnation. What about you, Lottie? What's unique about your drag? The craziest unique. Craziest. So, so, so. The only direction they had was Feel free to work this runway. I think this runway was worked. You just fall in love with each of them for so many different reasons because they're all really incredible. The fact that these kids are brave enough to do something that is so different hopefully would give other people what? courage to try. They are definitely a wake-up call to be your true self by being true to yourself. When we all met each other, we were like, we were kind of like nervous at first, and then like in one day we turned out the best friends, and we found like our crew. We'll be back very soon. Thanks so much, everybody. Oh, my God. Well, you'll be pleased at least to observe the ratio. Looking at it right now, 7.3 thousand responses to 2.3 thousand. What do people have to say to this Jen Wenberg? Um, If you can't see that this is extremely age inappropriate, then there's no helping you is one of the top comments. And then Vice responded saying someone didn't win Miss Twin Peaks. And then this guy responded, no, she got molested. <laughs> okay. Yeah, for real. That, that's, I know it's kind yeah. of a punchline here, but like these kids are clearly being sexualized. Did you see one of them was like dancing with his booty on the floor? Like what, yeah. what is happening is these fat mimosa drinking single mom, single moms are pimping out their kids and then they're all going to get anally raped by middle-aged gay men dressed up as women. We need to burn this down. Burn it down. <laughs> a top comment here with 7.6K likes. And over a thousand retweets, sexualizing young kids isn't pro-gay. It's the actions of psychotic pedophiles who not who nonstop hate on Trump and take attention attention away from the fact that they sexually and mentally abuse very young children. Ooh, 
scathing, but fair. I mean, what, how else are you supposed to interpret it? And I, I, I don't know how you're supposed to look at the adults in the room and think, yeah, these are reasonable, fair-minded people who are just looking out for the interests of the kid. Oh my when God. she says, when she says this is a wake-up call to be your true self, we're again supposed to believe that these kids just naturally arrived at this and they weren't pushed into, we're pushed it, into it at all. And by the way, isn't the point of childhood that the child needs guidance? We're right, about and this time, that they're but... protected from sexual behavior and degeneracy, and degeneracy until yeah. they reach uh, an adult age. That is the like one of the main points of of being a child. You are insulated from this. You're protected from this. And you know what I'm I'm learning from the left. I'm just let's just round out the whole show with this. Is that my content, which is totally based, is hateful and harmful. But like as a society, we're gonna stuff money into little boys' g strings, and a bunch <laughs> of fat single moms are gonna clap and get drunk. Yeah. Is that what is that what we're going to do? That's pro- that's progress. Oh my fucking god. That's letting kids be kids, which by the way, if you're letting your kid be himself or herself to that degree, I would ask you what is the purpose of your parenthood at all? Right. Why don't you get your kid an apartment and you guys can just be friends and hang out on the weekends? Or why don't you get a GoFundMe to pimp out your kid because you're unemployed but still want to live in Manhattan? Yeah. Like uh Desmond's parents. Yeah. I thought the kid in there was Desmond at first, no. but then I realized, oh no, this is, it's literally, as I said at the top show, it's gotten so bad. We have Desmond knockoffs. We have Desmond yeah. copycats. Oh we- my God. A firing <laughs> squad is what we need here. And like I said with Desmond, I am totally willing when the time comes and these kids murder their parents to start a GoFundMe and GoFundMe support legal. their defense. Yeah. Yes. I will. I will really do that. Mark my words. Because these yeah. kids are going to grow up and when they're actual sexual beings, they're gender confused and then they revolt and become like normal straight white men. They're going to be like, it is so fucked up what happened to me. Yeah, they're going to realize that their parents misled them into some serious nonsense. Yeah. And that's not that's not me taking a shot at the dra- the adult drag community or the gay community or the transgender community. The point is, as we've talked about many times, your job as a parent is to help your child make sense of the world, to help your child navigate what is something new to them in a sensible way. And if you <laughs> if you botch that duty to this degree, you're worthless. What's the and point you, of you? You make the world unnavigable to them. You're setting them up for a lot of hardship and a lot of pain. Yeah. But and that's going to manifest itself in poor it's ways. Like, yeah. that, that's not what the job of, of a parent is. It's not to just give in to every one of your child's whims. It's to create a structured environment for them to understand the world just like you said. Yeah. It, it, it's, it is a sad failure. But we've, we've talked this one to death and... We're, we're up against the clock, so let's uh, let's catch up with our Super Chat and Streamlabs friends and call it a night, because that, uh, that was a dense show, but I'm glad we got through all of it. I, that was, uh, I was excited to talk about all this YouTube censorship nonsense. Uh, Frenchinator, too. Everyone called out right except Matt. Here's some alternative love for your, ba- for your ballet, ballet box. I, meant much. I don't know. Ballot box must be. Yeah. But it is spelled like ballet. I'm not retarded. Uh-huh. I'll be sure to stuff it full. Straight pride worldwide. LGBTQS hit piece will be coming soon. We hope. Um, fake name McGee, comrade monkey lungs, the communist. And you honestly expected his plan to succeed. Maybe if he planned <laughs> it out for five years. Yeah. He's got to try done again. Right. It's not a real death threat. It's not a true death threat. He has to yeah. execute it properly. Exactly. Um, yeah. Kevin Flanagan says, I can't be a terrorist. I'm not even Muslim. That's a good point. <laughs> um, Gary pastor chick blonde. Can you please repeal the 19th already? Because sports are gay. I do think sports are gay. I mean, not all sports. Most yeah. sports. I, uh, ice skating is not gay at all. Uh, no, it's just the it's only beautiful. worthwhile women's sport, women's sport besides um, gymnastics. Mm. Uh, Sleepy SRT, I really appreciate all that you two do. I also um, hate that 
all uh, yeah, I can read all these politicians stop into Des Moines. Do they really? I guess they oh, it's got to get annoying. I sympathize with Iowa residents. I, I can't imagine how irritating it must get. Kevin Flanagan says 1930s Germany had some good ideas on housing for people like AOC. Michael Lazari says, Matt, are you sure you've been diligent in checking your P.O. box? Are you sure? Are you? Are you yes. sure? I visited on Saturday, no less, to be double sure that it I didn't have a Saturday delivery package in there that I would, uh, would neglect on the Sunday show. Uh, he never neglects a good package. Uh, Catherine Nelson says, finally got my permit to carry, but the best part has been... Defin has definitely been telling all those leftist boys how sexist they are for thinking that all my opinions on TOA must have come from a man telling me to think that way. Good for you, Catherine. Hmm. Julie V, with all the YouTube craziness, it's even more important to financially support my favorite Dio. Thank you for everything you do and keep up the good work. We all need the sanity safe space in this insane world. Love you guys. We love you well, too, thanks. Julie. Evan Kinslow, love the show and the show. Guys, Blonde, I really appreciate your channel. I've been watching your videos for years. Thank you so much. Three and a half years on my channel. I can't believe it. Wow. Um, James Elkins, no response from ML Christensen, but YouTube, uh, YouTube censorious nature decided for me. Crowder now Shapiro later. Even so, here's your share of my $1 a day savings from ending my support to NPR and public radio. Wow. Good for well, you. thank you. And that a lot of times that is what it'll take. It's like, you know, just assess what's of value to you and, and throw around, uh, throw around some money to things that, that you prioritize. Yep, so exactly. I appreciate you picking us and, uh, and I'll emphasize, you know, man, if every, if everybody puts a dollar to the stuff that they love, it's going to really, Keep uh, it alive. it's going to build immunity to this sort of bullshit. Exactly. So, so thank you. Uh, comics villain blonde. I want you to shout it. Let's go blues. I know who the blues are. They're a hockey team from St. Louis. And the last thing I learned about the blues involved Wayne Gretzky. So I'm really not up to date on that, but they're in this, they're going to win the Stanley cup. Potentially they're playing the Bruins and I don't even like hockey either, but yeah, they might win. I don't know if the blues have won the Stanley cup before as far as sports the, the go. Hockey's pretty good because some people just beat the shit out of each other. Every once I want to like hockey. I just can't, I don't have a good reason why I don't, I just don't enjoy it. I can't all the hockey out. players from my high school had like the most messed up faces like they really I'm got sure. into some fights and yeah. stuff yeah um you know bring back gladiator fights but hockey's a close second stan says people try to ask antifa at every gathering and get a blank look called a mean german and run away like girls no coincidence gay wonk panties are extra bunchy about hmm. this as pride month starts thank you stan does he still have a good beard going i bet he does i haven't talked to stan for a little bit but it was yeah, very santa claus-esque the last time i saw it i'm pretty it's sure it's still in proper form canadian conservative having a mass murderer and rapist on a shirt is fine poking fun at a murderous ideology demonetized i own that shirt and a wonderful mug good for you we all need to rally and support each other I, I, now i want the shirt that's the yeah. thing i went to i, I went to uh, crowder's shop to try to buy the shirt because i knew this is going to be a relic in the future of internet history can't buy it it's not there Seriously? So maybe I need to reach out to Crowder or Quarter Blank Garrett or whoever. I need to get one of those shirts. Yeah. Um, Somebody help me out. I want one now too. Uh, yeah. Charles, no. About time I send one of these before it gets banned forever. Much love from a long time lurker. We see you. Boogeyman917, wow. Trying to make a comment about our favorite lispy fig, but YouTube <laughs> censors are strong. Um, yes. Glad it got through. Uh, do you think uh, there's more interest in, say, Fig Newtons as a result of all of this? Are they benefiting? Uh, probably. Huh. Uh, Travis Those Hammer. will be the next hate <laughs> Travis Hammer, whatever common nomenclature the left uses for groups now will be considered a slur if the right uses it in a couple years. It's the grease yeah. and the victimhood machine. Yeah, yeah for sure. Bokazi Maza is such a hypocritical a-hole when he knew about Crowder since March and waited three months around Pride Month to cry and throw a hissy fit. Yeah. I had people and, make fun of me all the time and I'm a gay Bangladeshi man. Yeah, and I bet you don't bitch about it all the time. That's the annoying yeah. part. 
Like, just be gay, dude. Everyone will leave you alone. Yeah, and if they don't, say, all right, you guys suck. I'm going to get new friends or yeah. you know, find new people to associate with. I know. Yeah. Um, Fat Hooligan, any thoughts on Owen Benjamin's recent rants about Crowder that he's gay, uses steroids, and got Sven computer deported without pay? <laughs> I am literally so I, removed from every YouTube drama. I just, I know, I have never interacted with Crowder not once. I have no inside information about any of this. I cannot opine. I don't know anything. I, um, I will say it always bums me out to see this kind of infighting, especially in this climate. But I'm not going to sit here and tell the people what to do. Owen's stream. A lot of people are tuning in, man. He doesn't need my advice. So, uh, no, he's doing real well. Yeah, so good for Owen. Um, Pop Mom, Maddie, I'll double my donation if you promise to play. I will not be figuredly soundbite. <laughs> He'll play it. How will I edit that, though? Uh, I, I'll have to like, I'll have to make a new one in a Bernie voice, <laughs> which I can't really do. Maybe we can figure it out. Frank Underwood, the worship of homosexuality is a worship of sterility. Their lives are empty and ultimately leads to a, an early lonely death by STDs. The sad hmm. thing is how they spread their sickly butt obsession. Um, I don't want to be like, I know somebody that doesn't blah, blah, blah. But like, I actually do know several gay people that are in long-term monogamous relationships. Like this mm -hmm. is not universal. Um, that being said, they do have a really high rate of STDs and promiscuity. Hmm. Uh, Rafael Salvador, here's some lovely uh you panhandlers anyway i thought this all too funny and ironic since the video crowder reacted that started this adpocalypse maza rambling on how fox news and conservatives in general control the media which yeah, is yeah. just insane that's a that's an interesting point okay. yeah, the, the idea that <laughs> the, the system is stacked against carlos okay dude i mean you you literally just wave your finger and they they like capitulate this. yeah exactly and a very respectable, proudly homosexual way, and they respond immediately, caving to your whim. Kevin Flanagan, I can't read this. It's too, it's too out there. Be, be subversive. <laughs> uh, Zach Speaking says, code. Yeah. We're, in, we're in very Muslim. fluent in alt-right code yeah, here. Totally. It's our favorite language. Just ask Becca Lewis. Tribe, Bolshevik. You got to yes, yeah. say it, dude. Um, yeah. Zach says, think there's any chance the Dem nominee is anyone other than Bernie or Biden. Kamala has to be VP no matter what for the intersectional vote, I think, with the hope hmm. they die to get a woman as president. I still think she's got like a, a solid chance. I just don't. I, I know he's ahead, but like I cannot believe they would put Biden up. It's so, it's so well, dumb. Biden got hit. We didn't have time to talk about this, and we already did a little bit weeks prior, but now he's getting hit on this Hyde Amendment crap. Him caving on it, one, is a stupid move because most Americans don't support public funding for abortion. Politically yeah. stupid move, but two, made him look like a bitch. Yeah. He faced minimal resistance from the fringe of his party. And he's like, okay, okay, whatever you guys say, I'll do it. Like no principles. His, 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 his <laughs> it's ironic because we advised him earlier, just shut the hell up and you'll coast to the nomination. Yeah. And now that is his strategy, but I didn't foresee. Too late though. I, I should have amended my strategy advice to say, shut the hell up and coast to the nomination. But if challenged, stick up for yourself. That's yeah. where he really dropped the ball. He just caved. Uh, Jason Bull, I've been doing some research and it turns out that being a Nazi isn't a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> there are worse Roth. things to be. Yeah. Uh, Carlos Maza. Sephiroth, I'll, I'll take my 68, pick. 6839. Uh, she yeah. made a spider web, but where else does she have cobwebs? I assume you are talking about Becca Lewis's giant vagina. <laughs> uh, Rafael Oof. Salvador, Matt Christensen on company's gay pandering. Stop throwing it at my face. Yeah, totally not going to be taken out of context. Stop also... blowing it in my face during <laughs> gay pride month. I'm really getting sick of it. He's totally getting sick of it, guys. Yeah. Uh, the judge, 723. Everyone is too sensitive nowadays. We need a new plague. I know. Burn it down. Uh, covert Kermit, can I get a shout out for ROTC? 
They got hit in mm. YouTube's BS funny guys. Thanks really? as always for what ROTC as in the Reserve Officer Training Corps. That is the military. What he said. A military ROTC. channel got hit on this. I guess so. Yeah, unless okay. that's an acronym for something else that I should. Know. Yeah, maybe I, I'm not aware. If like a, a, a genuine military property channel was harmed. Okay. Uh, Tom, I Matt Christensen Media suggests could you post group meetup photos here? Also, maybe mm. add some short bios for the two of you, and also a backstory on some of the show memes. That's a good idea. Uh, sounds like work. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that's a good idea, Matt. You should handle it. See, ya. I'm gonna go Matt, sleep Matt, for twelve hours. Uh, no, I, I appreciate. I would like a more honestly. I've said before, if I could, uh, if there's one thing I could add, I'd like to maybe have some sort of articles or something. Of course, that requires people to write them, and that requires me to like be an editor. You know, I just I'm not there. But the website might have more features in the future. As I've speculated for a while. You know, it's possible that we can we can hire some help as as the business end grows. It doesn't help that there's being. That's the thing is, is it possible to do? Yes. Do I also have to plan for plan for apocalyptic financial deplatforming on a moment's notice? Yes. And that's the unfortunate part of this too. Is I have to, I I really feel bad. Not feel bad. I I understand. I, I sympathize with the spot that Crowder's in. Yeah. Because you and I can take risk. And we can we can cross some financially difficult waters, knowing that it's basically you and I on the, that are on the hook. And if worse come to worse, like we're members of stable families who will be taken care of, we're not going to end up on the streets. However, if you're in a position where you have employees whose welfare you're responsible for, that's really stressful, yeah. man. I don't care about taking risk when I know that it's me who might be eating spaghettios. That's okay, but I don't want my employee eating spaghettios. That's really stressful. That yeah, sucks. Exactly. Yeah. So. Um... Hopefully, and we'll I'm get a married that. woman, so it doesn't really matter that much for me. Yeah, I uh, got I got to give my family spaghettios <laughs> soon. Not yet. Mm. Uh, <laughs> ROTC people in the live chat are saying it's Revenge of the Sis. Is this a channel? I oh, okay. Uh, thank you, uh, because we would have just had that person waste their super chat. Yeah, thank you for um, clarifying. I'm I'm not familiar with the channel. Bill Mitchell says, "Keep up the great work. Thank you so much." Um, old school Satanist, welcome to the alt right. We have cookies, Nazi pugs, and Milton Friedman. <laughs> uh, robot. Etchell says, Matt, I had the exact same thing happen to me watching during Sticks video. Happened to me watching a Sticks video. It went that from it Sticks to Bernie Sanders anthem. That's so weird. Yeah. It, it, yeah. That's never happened to me before. And I've watched plenty of Sticks. That seems like an algorithm change. Ionic uh, Derivation says, I bet the, I bet that all those alt-right accounts linking to YouTube were vague, vaguely right-leaning accounts linking to cap videos. That's so true. Uh, <laughs> Caleb GS83, Trump has kept none of his promises short of those to the yellow stars. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to review these for everything. Wow. However, online censorship is the most pressing issue of our time. If he did something about that, he would get my vote back. Um, that's kind of how I feel about immigration. Rainier Chen, here's a data point. No matter how many times I dismiss the recommendation, the Young Turks still show up in my recommended feed. YouTube is clearly radicalizing me into hating them by showing me their <laughs> smug and libelous videos. Uh, Dominic Wanger, Vanger, Vanger. Love you guys, and I've wanted to donate for a while. First time able to catch you live. Maybe it's time for you to find your balls, Philly D. Had me rolling. I, wow. Every show we've ever done, I complained about Philly D. That, I, That's true. Watching. You've even pulled me into basically the anti crowd, but the reason not anti the critic crowd. And I, I want to be on everyone's team in this case. I want to put petty disputes aside and have everyone be on the same team against this bullshit censorship. The thing that did it for me with Philly D though, was the smearing of the Covington kids and the virtue signaling video Ugh, he made before he had even evaluated the facts. Ugh. 
Liberative says, so one weak-minded nutter just follows whatever he's told on the internet. It makes the front page of the New York Times. He ends up a brainwashed radical leftist, but that's glossed over. New York Times, death throws are laughable. I know. Like today, I couldn't even open their GD article because I already viewed two articles in a month. (laughs) Please subscribe. Please subscribe. We're going to make you where you can't read any of our content. The bit about the New York Times, their sales pitch is like, the truth is rare, but also get it for 50% off. Yeah. (laughs) Really, a a very rare, highly valued commodity is on sale for half off. How about that? that. Those those free market statistics really work out. Um, Michael Azari says, if they're going to keep pandering to special interests, they should change their name to you, but not you, Tube. Yeah. (laughs) I but like. not that guy too. Yeah. Uh, Chris yeah. Kinzer. I watch right-leaning skeptic channels and history channels and YouTube thought I would watch K-pop and Thai language <laughs> news broadcasts and that damn banjo playing okay, so Bernie bro. This it is must a be bit. recommended. Yeah. This is this is something everybody's getting is this Bernie so. guy playing the banjo. It's not just me. Roy says, too bad Maza wasn't alive in Cuba with Che Guevara. Yeah. Why did your family leave Cuba, you douche? <laughs> uh, Bill Mitchell just canceled my subscription to YouTube premium and reallocated to your website. Keep up the good work. Thank well, you thank so you. much. Appreciate that. G white says great show. Lovely peoples were pretty. Okay. Travis via. Hey guys, back from a month studying abroad in Europe, studying identity politics. Surprise. A lot of people are for stricter immigration and actually like hmm. Trump. Glad to be back home and catch your show live. We've missed you, Travis. I'm glad you had a fun trip. Rachel Jane, who has very shiny hair. Can't wait wow, to watch lustrous, the show tomorrow. Yes. It is very pretty. Can't wait to watch the show tomorrow. From the couple minutes I've seen you guys, you seem like you're having a lot of fun tonight. Love watching every week. Have a wonderful evening, friends. Yes, uh, something about having nothing to lose makes me it's, more it's hateful. Co- yeah, it's cocktails good. while the world burns kind yeah, of attitude. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. The more they chip away at your channel, it's like, okay, I have less to protect here. Yeah. So I, I might as well just say some shit. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. Like, chink which i never would have said <laughs> I, it was chink uger that's what i was talking about mm. uh Semper that's how you pronounce Miller. it right uh yeah totally. chink uger uh, chink, chink uger <laughs> yes that's exactly yeah. it so if i'm reading the new york times article right if i created a candy bar that turned someone into a murderer then i'd be able to tell the government fda oops sorry about that i'll just change the <laughs> recipe <laughs> yeah sounds about right a uh, space force commander with a good beard I wonder oh, yeah. if this is all because the fig got hard with the hashtag sex strike. Uh, gross. Uh, but your good beard gives you a pass. Uh, Jack DDSN, as a collapsitarian, I want Thanos it. I want hmm. a Thanos it? Reduce yeah. it to atoms. I don't know what that means. It's, uh, it's the character from like Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff. Avengers. He's the villain. He can destroy stuff with his... Uh, what, do, what do they have in that movie? I don't watch movies, but I know more about it than you do. Well, yeah, I'm not Chinese or a teenage boy, so I don't know anything <laughs> about either of these. He's a villain with ultimate power. He can destroy uh, The Human Shrug, Sturm Ruger owned and built uh, like tanks in the USA. Oh, well, there you go. Reference to the previous Super Channel. AK-47, your face. Guys, give me something good to hear about. This E3 has sucked pretty hard so far. Hmm. I, that's the video game conference, the annual video game conference where they display all the the new and upcoming tech i have not uh paid attention this year and i've been kind of out of the industry for a while it sucks that it sucked Kevin hopefully things get better but i'm sure there's a lot plenty of feminism and social justice in the games for you to enjoy on your rainbow decorated xbox that's what we all want in a video yeah. game because i totally play video games yeah i'm just like all of you uh kevin flanagan i'm gonna read this because it's funny hey matt i know a political party that had lots of rules and was about ensuring the existence of a people and future for some children sounds like it's right up your alley you should come by 
Where are you? Where are day you of the brick, Kevin day of the rope, oven what ready. What government building are you meeting in? Pray tell. <laughs> I think JJ likes that party too. I know, right? Uh, Rainer Chen Blonde, be careful. If you think irrational foul animal attacking people is not assault, then you are excusing Antifa of their crimes. Ah, fair, fair point. I see what he did there. Oh, Dizzy's horse. My wife doesn't really watch the show, but she was in the room to watch that gay looking Muslim mayor from London. After hearing a statement, she merely picked out that he doesn't give a shit about women. Good for yeah, her. He's a puppet master. Yeah, totally. He's a little guy, too. Little guy. Bridge Burner Bear. I don't think I have ever seen a channel show get so many so much in super chats. Not saying it should go to your heads in a bad way. But if you ask me, you guys definitely deserve it. I think well, we it's because it. people know that this gravy train is a coming to an end. So they're throwing their last money yeah. at us. Um, I'd be surprised if we have super chat next week. Um, it, it's a great problem to have and we'll figure out if they ban it. If they, you know, I, it would be ironic. It's like, oh, YouTube, you've courted us for a long time. And by the way, you made thousands of dollars off of our show yeah. over the last three years. You're totally entitled to that as people hosting it. I'm not ripping you for that. But it's funny that if a mob comes your way, you'll say, oh, we'll sever our business associations immediately. That's fine. Yeah, okay. Enjoy your financial grave. We'll move on to a place that's more friendly. That's the thing that's dangerous about YouTube. They don't care about losing money. They've always had a business model where they take a loss annually. And so they can be motivated by ideological means, irrespective of how much money they're they're losing. That's dangerous. Thanks, Um, Susan Wiki Wiki. Yeah, really, bitch. Yeah. Uh, Michael Azari, <laughs> I have a luger and a mitochondrial disease. Trying no, to- stop, stop, stop. <laughs> we'll be gone soap. forever. <laughs> so still here, though. This all smacks of the satanic panic. And if everyone's followers just donated a dollar a month to their favorite creators, they could never be stopped, just saying. And you guys are doing it. Thank you so much for tonight. The Coward Liberius, courts have already ruled that police have no constitutional duty to defend literally anybody. There is legal precedent, zero duty. It's why we need the Second Amendment. Yeah, exactly. Um, Matt Fields in the USA, police have no duty to protect anyone. There's a SCOTUS decision in this very matter. Yes. Yeah, but what we're talking about, too, is creating a statutory obligation, which states could do. States could do. It's just that the Constitution doesn't require it. Um, And I'm not sure that... We should do that, but we should talk about the logistics of that on another day. Yeah. Um, Evan Kenzel, here's a donation just to hack off the YouTube censors. We appreciate that. Michael Lazari, if he starts a revolution, are we going to change Maza's name to Gay Guevara? <laughs> it's too easy, but so good. Yeah, I should have thought of that one. I like, I like that one. I like it. I like yeah. it. Um, Mopartuya says, longtime listener, first time caller. The punishment for the Broward County should be to listen to David Hogg spout nonsense 24-7 for the next few years. Yeah, it's just like a live stream of David Hogg talking in his solitary confinement for like a month and he kills himself. God, (laughs) I can't wait till David Hogg goes to Harvard so his head can inflate even more. Did you see that Jazz the Tranny is also going to Harvard? Who the hell's that? You know know Jazz, that TLC tranny, she had a botched gender surgery. There was an entire show about her. I'd have to look it up. Whatever. It's just like having weird life experiences lets you go to Harvard. How do I spell it? Jazz. Just type in jazz tranny. Okay. Half it's going to be porn, but you'll find it. Jazz Jennings? That's the one, yeah. Uh, Read about it while I do this. Uh, David Richardson. Peterson was an active duty sheriff's deputy assigned to as a school resource officer. At the time, he retired shortly after. Mm -hmm. On top of the charges, they retroactively fired him taking his pension. Um, He was an active duty sheriff's deputy assigned as a school resource officer. Yeah, so we were ah. wondering, was he like over... So he... Yeah, I mean, he was, this, he was the same as any any sheriff's deputy driving around on the streets. Okay, well, that changes things for me. I mean, 96 years seems absurd, but yeah. Was it all porn? Uh, no, I just looked at the Wikipedia and I was like, yeah, it's a 17-year-old, anyway, she's going to Harvard transgender person. Just for having gender confusion. And like, she is a biological male? 
Uh, yes. Okay. So if you are a Gen Z and you want to go to Harvard, uh, find a way to get in the midst of a school shooting or chop your dick off and you're in. Um, <laughs> did she chop? I think, yeah, she, she had, she like, she did a bunch of hormones when she was a young kid and then they oh, weren't man. able to do the gender, gender reassignment surgery. And she, now she's stuck with this micro penis for life. Oh no. It's really bad. Yeah. Um, hermaphrodite Matt is basically my only other sanity safe space, but music. popular music. Oh, whoops. I'm sorry. I don't yeah. know why I said that. Uh, but popular music is bad, so I struggle to find stuff. What do you two like to listen to? Not a lot going on and could use it. Godspeed, objectively, best podcast duo. Um, if you are you looking for modern music? Because I have gotten so obsessed with Billie Eilish lately. It's crazy. Yeah, I know you guys and you. And Skag's girlfriend. She's the exact same as Lord. I don't care. And CC Bucko. We talk about it all the time. I love yeah. Billie Eilish. I think she's amazing. But if you want like old school, you know. Can't go wrong with Tool. Listen to Tool. Everybody should listen to Tool. Well, they have some new the best stuff thing too. about dead musicians is they can't virtue signal to you. That's so true. that's why I've been getting into all their stuff where I stay that way. It's like yeah. every single modern musician who I loved growing up has to virtue signal on Facebook all the time. And I'm like, I followed for music. Yeah. I yeah. followed for when your next album's coming out, not your Trump opinion. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, my suggestion is go back in time, frankly. Yeah. Andrew Doolittle, I'm not watching tonight, but thought I'd throw some loose, uh, my loose change your way. Thanks for all you do. Thank you, Andrew. Kevin Flanagan. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> this, this one's... Okay, let's it's do pretty, it. It's pretty spicy. Should I not? You teased it too much. How did Rain Wilson find a noose on a black person's lawn? Do prisons or Section 8 have lawns now? I'm pretty sure both I have I can't lawns. believe it. Someone uh, will have oh, so much. Just graduated high school today. Here's some heart. of my open house money. It's And now it's time to go into debt studying political science and playing football at a Catholic college. Thanks for keeping me sane. Um, hey, man, I'm I was glad a political going. science major. Look and at he me now. Says, and he says that it was worthwhile. I do, do. Yeah. I've, at yeah. least you're going to a Catholic college, and then the football thing will ensure that you, like, don't go gay as long as <laughs> as long as <laughs> you say it's a gay sport what are you talking about no i mean it's good it's as long as you have no good. delusions you're not going to get a ton of lucrative uh job offers as a political science major i i did it because i like the academic discipline and I you might it. actually learn something at a catholic college yeah maybe so just don't don't go into it with the wrong expectations if you're doing it for its own educational sake you'll be just fine you'll be very happy if you're doing it as an economic investment consider your options perhaps but you know, just don't don't deceive yourself. Dakota Stanton says drag brunch, kid social. How pretentious. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Loader. Apparently Converse has a rainbow style shoe. I'll be taking a business huh. to you guys and PF flyers. Yeah. Know uh, the shoes from the Sandlot. That's a real bummer. They did something else that was really lame recently. I can't remember what it was, though. Um, Plum Logan. Please shout out Dick Masterson's project, too. For those who don't want to, can't be on PayPal. P.S. I had to edit Dick to get the message through. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, uh, yeah, so he's got a project, basically. I'm not familiar with this. I'll have to look it up. I know people have referenced it, so I'll have to look into it. Michael Lazari. Birds can't commit assault. Hmm. Looks uh, into local falconry schools. Hmm. <laughs> Matthew Riley. Next time I get some off time, get some time off. I am going, I'm, can I read? I'm starting a GoFundMe to raise $25,000 to get Owen Benjamin to take a live monitor <laughs> IQ test. Anyone interested keeping your eyes out? Is he that did. the price he set? That's the price he set for an IQ wow. test. Wow. Uh, super wrong thing. Thanks for the drag kid segment, guys. It was like coffee for my misanthropy. Oh, man. Sorry. Every time we do that, it makes me want to kill myself. Um, <laughs> Nicholas Frunchuk. I think you guys are awesome. Keep it up. But what do I know? Apparently, all we Canadians are just genocidal Nazi now. Yeah. 
Everyone, thank you. Michael Azari, Matt, there's a video of Trump taking an old man to the ground. Mind you, it was Vince McMahon, <laughs> owner of the W. That's true. That's I stand true. corrected. Thank you for clarifying. Um, Ryan yeah. B, Italians use the fig leaf to censor the wangs on statues. Fascism started uh, there. Literally, the irony of that being used as the onus to censor people like fascists while claiming they are law. That's good um, historical perspective. That, I that didn't is make true, that yeah. connection. Uh, Ryan B, Ryan B. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Flanagan says, not Chinese. Try again. Bronze son. Hmm. Blonde son, yeah. Bronze son, yeah. Yeah, I um, see. Meloise says, daily reminder that it's okay to be white for someone who isn't white. Have a nice day. Well, that Thank makes you. it acceptable for you to say that. We yes, can't get we away can't with such it. things. It's not okay to be white, Matt. I want you to, <laughs> to scrub your skin until it's all. I need. To, I don't have a, anything to flog myself I know. with. But... <laughs> Terrible ally. Yeah. AK-47, your face. The new Wolfenstein game is literally twin short-haired lesbians that have to save their <sighs> dad. The main character in every other Wolfenstein game. Is that a real thing? I've not played the game, so I don't know. Uh, that's a bummer if true. I've noticed not only the social justice narratives creeping into video games, but they don't do hot chicks in video games anymore. What's the point? Yeah, except for Tomb Raider. That's the only exception they've maintained that. But generally, hot chick characters have adopted the pixie cut lesbian haircut. They've become much more frumpy. They've become much more every girl, which is like I never played video games to see myself in the male characters. I wanted them to be like hyper masculine heroes, you yeah, know, or totally. whatever. It's, I don't care if it represents me. Who who gives a shit? I want someone worthy of. Uh, you want someone worthy of a fantasy, basically. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Frank Underwood, would you guys be for a ban on homosexual propaganda like they have in Russia? <laughs> wow. I mean, this no, gay pride thing has speech. no. This gay pride thing is it's way out of control. Like in Seattle, the gay pride parade. I told you, I took that footage you, of that guy that was walking down the street with a dildo in his ass. Well, um, and they're like a bunch of little kids around. As like, long as it's a content neutral restriction, the Constitution is generally uh, friendly to that. But I'm not going to endorse like you uh, uh, content specific censorship of certain topics or displays. Uh, last, I can't go that far. My principles, I know. Ugh. Last one is Thank from you, Jay. One of my favorite songs is Critical Acclaim by Avenged Sevenfold. I know they're kind of bro metal, but the song speaks to me. And they called out this SJWBS over 10 years ago. You got a hand wow. to anybody that called that called this out. Uh, we're good. All right. Uh, we got real quick over on Streamlabs. Grant says, Matt, did you see D Jimmy Kimmel on the New York Times cover? I did see his picture on there. Yeah, Jimmy Dore, Kyle Kalinske, Abby Martin, and Glenn Greenwald stood against YouTube's actions. Good for them. Sean yeah. and Jen Contrapoints, Hank Green, and Pac-Man defended YouTube's actions. Worthy of note. Thank you for that. CNET is going after gaming critics. Thanks, Grant. Mama Bear says, my husband just graduated from medical school cool. and starts a residency tomorrow. Couldn't be more proud. Just wanted my favorite YouTube duo to give him a shout out. We watch together and love you both. Well, congratulations. Congratulations. That's good luck. That is a tough feat. So good for you. Rodzilla says, everyone is pointing at Vox and the Lisp. It says the list queer. I think it means the lispy queer for the YouTube changes. But do you think the recent meeting between the social media companies and Jacinda Hijabi, New Zealand, the, the hijab wearer, Jacinda Ardern, the New Zealand prime minister, uh, Macron and Trudeau to combat, quote, extremists had more to do with it. I don't know anything about the meeting. I'd have to look into it. Yeah. Michu says, I would like to take this moment and congratulate the gay wonk for boosting Crowder's subs by 15,000. I'm sorry, Matt. Really? Someday, someday you'll get that hit piece that will boost your subs. Yes, Becca Lewis blamed that rise in subscription on YouTube's algorithms. It's not people... It's not the Streisand effect. It's people algorithmically pushed and tricked into subscribing to Steven Crowder. That's sure. what happened. 
Rodzilla says people are going to be mad at me for saying it, but SCOTUS has ruled that police officers have no duty to act. So even though I think he should be strung up, the charges will not stand. Oh yeah, that's an important angle that we, perhaps that's what the previous chatters were getting at also. Fair yeah. point. Will this withstand, will his presumed conviction withstand uh, Supreme Court challenge? It's a question of whether the the Florida law is valid, and I don't think there's anything unconstitutional about the Florida law. The Supreme Court saying that you have no constitutional duty to defend does not mean that a state can't require you to do it. Right. So th- that'll be the question. But yeah, this is going to be a legally complicated one to iron out. Regal Fregel says, everyone keep an eye out. I suspect John Krasinski was behind this. The, uh, the office reference, I believe, right? I'm sure. Thank you, dude. Redicus says, you skipped my first one on AOC and the conquest of bread. Well, I'm sorry. Maybe I missed it. Plus, I'm glad I got my socialism is for figs on the first batch. I need to start doing some subscribe star donations. Well, thank you, Redicus. Uh, I can try. No, I think I'm pretty sure I got it. It's the one that says Valley Girl Kami reminds me of the British bitch that has a boxer husband. Yeah, you totally read that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Or maybe there was a different one. Yeah, I, I think I got it. Anyway. I appreciate it, Redicus, regardless. Uh, I guess if I, be- I, I believe that, uh, that DLive did allow me to open the treasure chest. At least I have confirmation on my screen. So I hope you guys got your, your treasure payouts of ice cream and lemons and all that. And I want to, again, thank, uh, before we get out of here, our top contributors over on DLive. That's Senti, Luca, and John. Appreciate you guys supporting the show over there. Anything else before we get out of here? No, thank you. You guys were so generous tonight. Fun show. Appreciate it. I know this show is going to survive because of the audience that keeps it surviving despite all the hurdles. We already we already got off Patreon and built our own website out of that. And if they want to challenge us more, we'll adapt because there's, guess what? There's demand for the show. You can't kill it no matter what you do. So yep. we'll be fine. And I know we'll be fine because people are making it fine. So thanks for hanging out each and every Sunday and Wednesday night with us. If you're listening later, you're not tuning in live. Uh, listening on demand thank you kindly as well for keeping this show afloat if you want to listen to more material including the Wednesday night call-in show and some other stuff you might not find on YouTube check out the audio platforms and just in case we get banned off YouTube check out the audio platforms Apple Podcasts Google Play uh, SoundCloud Stitcher they're all linked in the description for you you can also email us that's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com we'll be back next Sunday just like every Sunday because if it's Sunday sorry Chuck Todd it's not me the press it's Beauty and the Beta Try